What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle Agent Lifestyle channel in the building. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button if you love that intro. That is the heel intro in the building. And uh, yes. We're once again in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. Yes, this is the speaker of troops. The speaker of truth, yours truly, CGA Coach Alini, Coach Adamas himself, and the king of content in the building. Appreciate y'all. A lot of a lot of dudes got their feathers ruffled by all of those statements. But those statements seem to be true. All right, this week or last week, CGA had a good week. All right, but there's always good that comes with the bad. You know what I mean? Bad comes with the good. And so when you start getting attention, the, the male hyenas come out. <laughs> anyway, man, we got a great show. This is the Blue Chip Mindset Series. We are back in here with the Blue Chip Mindset Series. This is one of the greater series that we do. Not a lot of people come in to watch this particular show because we focus on kind of like, you know, it's kind of been, been a mix since I've been going to the three-hour mark. But um, what we try to do is get men to be focusing on what we need to do, solutions, solution-oriented podcasts. We've had 47 of these episodes, and this is episode number 48. A lot of people think we just talk about the same thing and talk about women. Of course, we talk about relationships, but we also talk about opportunities, money, mindset. And this is one of the mindsets that we preach here is the blue chip mindset. We'll tell you what that means if you're new to this show. But also, we also tell you about the money mindset series. And that's a series that we promote every Sunday night. And we get together, very small uh, minded group who've invested in themselves to try to get into a support group where we can get our mindset directed on the right things, not just money, but lifestyle opportunities, raising families, also raising yourself. If you choose to be monk mode or single, we don't, we don't discriminate here on our platform. You can come from all walks of life. We allow you to be here. You know what I mean? We don't kick you out. The only time we kick you out of here is if you came in here and your male jealousy and your hate, you can be any religion here. I accept all kinds. I don't preach that for you. All right. You make that personal choice and how you walk in, want to walk in your spirituality. We don't restrict people because of their religious beliefs. We accept all over here. We accept how you walk here in the red pill, whatever out, whatever uh, initials you want to go by in the alphabet soup, if you will. Uh, in the manosphere, we accept all kinds over here. We just want everybody to do well. All right. And then that you guys support me and so forth and so on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. What are we doing here today? We got a great show. Let me go ahead and put up. Oh, viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. If you were offended, well, that's your fault. I don't care. All right. I don't care. I don't give a damn. Attention all ladies. Oh, shout out to you, the 10 toes up gang. I did forget about you ladies. Shout out to the 10 toes up gang. I appreciate y'all for being here. I know you guys kind of just stay in the shadows a little bit because you know, I'm going to ask you for fee pictures. All right. You know, I'm going to ask you for feed pictures. And uh, I know you just wallow in the shadows. You don't want to be heard. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to put your you don't want to put your your little name in the live chat. But I know you're here. I appreciate you for being here. Here's our subjects for the day. CGA delivers the razor's edge to Hafiz as the manosphere, the manosphere unites. Yes, we're going to look at that. We're going to check that out. We're also going to see uh, we're going to talk about Kanye West. I believe I should be talking about Kanye West. And what's going on? Is he an idiot or is he a pure genius? We're going to talk about both of those. All right. Everybody's uh, knowing what's going on here. He's been 
you know, he's been laying the hammer on just about everybody. But recently he did what he did. He got to who he got to and he proved them right. But what else is there coming up for him? We're going to take a look at it. Uh, Adidas has actually just played their hand. They're going to fumble their bag um, and uh, they're going to fumble their bag, potentially open themselves to a lawsuit, potentially making Kanye West still a viable competitor in the fashion game or at least economically. And what are we talking about? Matthew Perry tired of these gold digging ass women. That's blue chip mindset. What does this mean for you? We're always telling you leverage, get options, leverage, get money. All right. And then you're going to get a better woman. All right. You're going to get access to more women. All right. Now we're going to look at it from a perspective of a guy who has had it. And what does that look like? This is going to be a lesson for us. Then we're going to talk about you will regret not taking advantage of this collapse. At the end of the day, I said the barbarian is definitely going to be at the new, gate. New, 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 new world order. The barbarian is at the gate. Okay. Now we know that. Kevin Samuel said, winter is coming. Winter is here. We're knowing that. A lot of people are going to struggle over the next two years. We know a lot of people are going to get evicted. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. But at this time, I'm just going to let you know before we get into that episode, part of the episode. At this time, this is the best opportunity for you. But you have to change your mindset. Now, you know, doom and gloom. I was predicting that we were going to get here. Now we're going to predict in the next two years what's going to happen. What's going to happen to the men who focus on puss, all right, <laughs> who focus on that peace leave? And what's going to happen to the men who focus on what's right and they get their mindset right? That's what we're going to talk about. See, the PUA industry dried up like the Sahara Desert, and now they're here. This is a result. Many of us are a result of many people trying to try that PUA, sh- and it did. It did. Yeah, boy, that came in loud. It died, and now many of us are here as a result of uh, bad relationships, bad experiences with women, can't get dates. We're going to talk about all of that. Now, now we're taking advantage of the collapse of the marital system, the collapse of the relationship marketplace, the collapse of the dating marketplace. For most people, it's dead collapse. You see all these podcasts coming up. You see all these podcasts coming up talking about this. Dude, they're Johnny come lately. I'm not dissing them, though. I appreciate it. I appreciate their coming up and I appreciate, you know, sometimes the women come in here and they kind of people accuse them of parenting talking points. I accuse them of having not a lot of experience. That's what I accuse them of. And then I accuse the many of them will bait and switch you. And certainly they do. But what I'm saying is, do you notice now that people are naturally talking about the stuff that we were it was passe to talk about? Right. Have you noticed that? Even even the people who got popular two years ago, and this is no shade, but the people who got popular two years ago, they were doing exactly what we were doing and get demonetized and deplatformed for them. <laughs> now it's common conversation. Now it's com- excuse me. Now it's not common conversation. <laughs> All right. Now it's common conversation, and that's what we want. So with that being said, this is the mindset I want you to have. This is the mindset I want you to have. Now that it's common conversation, we need to shift the conversation over here. The conversation now has to switch. So now they got to catch up to to our asses because they're late. They're late to the ballgame. And now what we're going to do is we're going to redirect all the men to the solutions, to the to the solutions that they don't have. See, all they're doing is copying the shit that we've been talking about for the last 10 years. Right. Everybody's been a part of that. We came in, we learned, we contributed. We came in, we could learn to contribute all right, I've had many channels demonetized. Okay, many content creators before me had many channels deplatformed. Now, this is common conversation. 
and we've been here talking about it. Now what we're going to do is we're going to beat them to the punch. We're going to recover during this collapse while they're still trying to figure out. <laughs> they're still trying to figure out how to pay their rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, man, what a crazy, crazy time. Anyway, man, look, let me play this clip right here. This is going to be the first part of the clip right here. Then we'll get to how you contribute to today's show. And we'll get to the earlier Super Chats and the contributions. I appreciate it. Uh, somebody made a clip of uh, the Manosphere last week. <laughs> All right. And it was something like this. New, 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 new. Let me see if I can share my tab, man. I had a problem yesterday, but I worked. I worked late uh, all last night to try to get everything in working order because I have a new hard drive that I'm working for. And uh, as far as I know right now, I'm not as worried about my computer crashing. All right. So let's see if I can share that tab. There it is right there. The Manosphere Week in Review. So let's see if I can pull this up on YouTube. Um, this is from our boy, uh, Jesse Veal II. <laughs> Jesse Veal II. Let's see if we can make this larger. This looks to like to be. New, 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 new world order. All right. So what do we have here? Let's see. Let's see if we can do a roll call of what do we got going on here. So. I see the lead attorney over here in the corner. This definitely is the new, 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 new world order. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse Veal for this one. We got Donovan Sharp. It looks like we have Troll, I mean, Rolo. There looks, I can't tell who some of these people are. There I am right there. I can't tell who this is. I can't tell who that is. Um, uh, this looks like, um, this looks like Dr. T. Hassan. I'm a believing that is T. Hassan. This looks like pearly things. There's somebody here that I can't see. I can't see who that is, and there's somebody here. But I, maybe once we move it around, we'll see. Let's see what goes on here. All right, we got some people here. All right, uh, CGA. Oh, CGA. Oh, I delivered a fallaway slam on Hafiz. All right, I delivered the fallaway slam on Hafiz. Oh, man, this is great. All right. And here it is. Oh, CGA. Oh, he says it's over. It's over. I'm going for the razor's edge on Hafiz right now. Oh, you can't see it? Oh, hold up for a second. Who can't see it? Oh, hold on for a second. Somebody said they can't see. All right, hold on for a second. Let me stop sharing for a minute. Wow. Who can't see it? Who can't see it? I thought I saw it. Let me see something here. Let me see something. They thought nobody could see it. Oh, that's a terrible thing, man. The mine is a terrible thing to waste. For some reason, I can't even see my stream moving on this on this side over here. All right, who can see that? Oh, this okay. Can you guys see that? <laughs> yeah, we good. All right, it was frozen. Yeah, my whole stream was frozen. Let me see. My whole stream was frozen. All right, so I don't know what happened there. You can hear me, but I don't think you can see me. Yeah, it looks like my whole stream was frozen. Let me see here. You can see it now? Yeah, they froze my stream. I don't know what happened there. New, 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 new world order. So what we'll have to do, we'll have to replay it. We'll have to replay it. The whole stream looked like it was frozen. Somebody said, stop using window. I'm on the Mac now. I'm on the Mac. Don't blame me now. All right, so let me know if you can hear it. Hearing it is no big deal. You don't need to hear it. So everybody can see it right now. So there it is. I think that's Tiasan Johnson right there. I think I can't tell who that is. This looks like pearly things. That looks like me. And there's Rolo. And there's the lead attorney, Donovan. And I think that might be Elliot Hulse. I can't tell. 
All right, so uh, let's go ahead and play it. All right, there's the fall away slam by CGA on the feast. Oh, did I get Bernard Wiley? It's Bernard Riley. Bernard Riley. Shout out to you. That is Bernard Riley. All right. Uh-oh. CGA going for the razor's edge. And deliver the razor's edge to the feast. Yay. Hey, what is this ish? All right, what is this ish right here? So shout out to whoever. I think that, let's see who, who made that up. Let me see who made that up. Let me stop sharing screen real quick. I like that. <laughs> we came together for a common cause. All right, let me give credit where credit was due on that one. Let's see here. Jesse Veal the third. Jesse Veal the third. All right, I love that, bro. Let me see. Hey, let's look. I got to play it one more time. I got to play it one more time. There's your boy. Go subscribe to him. I'm not signed into my YouTube account right here. All right. Let's see if we can do it again. All right. That is Bernard Riley. What did I say? Dr. Tiasan Johnson? Oh, okay. I can't tell. I don't know. But Hafiz and CGA, you know, this week. CGA. Oh, yes. Come on, CGA. Get him. Get him. Uh oh, he going in. And he's up. Yeah, there you go, right there. Hold on for a second. All right, shout out to uh, Jesse Veal the third for putting that together. Yeah, that was about what the Manosphere looked like this week. We did get some wins. <laughs> All right, sorry for the mess up on that one. We got a couple of wins this week, and sometimes, you know, sometimes, guys, if you're a Manosphere content creator, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Manosphere content creator, it will be your turn to be on top. Mm. Everybody, it will be your turn, guys. It'll be your turn. Don't worry about it. People getting mad. They didn't get their spot. They didn't get the spotlight. Everybody gets their turn, okay? Unfortunately, the people who get their turn, they don't work out well for them, so don't be so... Don't be so energetic to try to get to the top and be the one that has the shining light on them. Sometimes it don't work out for the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? It don't work out. But in my case, it will. Yes, indeed. Yo, let's get to the ways you can contribute to today's show. Thank you for Jesse Veal for sharing that one. It's dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams is that's the PayPal and oh over on the super chat the notorious CGA channel the notorious CGA channel has how you super chat let's get to the super chats and get on with the show domain stickum says a trick tried to sell me food stamps after giving up the peace leave the other day god dang man yo the announcement has been paid for by the new world order she's like how oh, dare she's like man I'm in a bind, mate. she's like i'm in a bind yo, well, you know, we got a brother that is probably going to share um, his experience with crypto. He's made six figures in crypto over the last calendar year. He shared it with us. He's going to share. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, no crypto. But but this guy is a little bit different. And he's one of the members of the money mindset. He's going to present uh, some information that, you know, a lot of dudes have tried what he's uh, presented before. And they made a couple of dollars. So he's going to present um, what he's learned. and. Uh, with that being said, he also talks about the food stamp exchange uh, game. He also talks about the food stamp 
exchange game. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Chris. You got to go to the Money Mindset. That's on Sunday. Um, and it's on Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. But sometimes you can get two for one. <laughs> you can get two for one. All right. I'm not. Oh, by the way, I'm not a financial advisor. Nobody's a financial advisor. I'm not. We're, we're just sharing information. But sometimes you can get two for one. <laughs> Tony Dade is talking about it right now. I got $300 in groceries for 150 Woo. <laughs> hey, who doing the food stamp challenge? I'm not doing it yet. Sometimes you got to swallow your pride. Two for one. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says, oh, are you serious? Hold up. Hey, snipe anybody. Snipe anybody that's got all, all capital letters. All capital letters. All capitals. Snipe their ass. Sometimes you got to swallow your pride and go on in a two for one. But my man said he had a chick. He smashed them guts. And she was like, do you want to go two for one on food stamps? <laughs> Shit. What in the world? Yeah, that was a bot. Shout out to uh, Lord Messiah, disciple, free agent lifestyle, free agent, independent lifestyle for life. Are those sound effects loud? Warhammer, I think it's about time I do something with my YouTube channel. I upload a game play. It would be nice if I can get some sub links will be in chats. I'm not sure where the punctuation is there, Warhammer. What are you trying to say, brother? You trying to get some subs? What are we doing here? All right. Uh, our, uh, Ryan says, Ryan says, morning, coach. Happy money day. Do you collect sports cards? If so, what are your favorite PC cards. I do collect sport cards. All right. So on the money mindset, we actually went over collectibles and I went over the opportunities that are available in collectibles, how people tend to put money in collectibles when the market goes down. Uh, again, we're not a financial advisors over here. We're not telling you what to do and what to buy, but collectibles tend to do very well. Comic books, uh, action figures, dolls, baseball cards. They tend to do very well when the market goes down. Why? Because me, People have to remove their money from markets so they don't lose it, and they put them in things that um, these these companies do have graded collectibles and graded cards that don't go down in value. The value doesn't go down once it's graded, and then, um, but but it does have a tendency to go up skyrocket because people start to turn their attention from the markets to collectibles. Or for me, um, he says, "What's my favorite PC card?" But I tend to stay and hover around baseball cards. I don't know what PC cards are, but Baseball cards for me are always going to keep good value. I mean, that's the original cards. Football cards, they're unless it's unless it's a quarterback, they're not going to maintain their value very well. So it's very picky. Basketball cards, you got to be an exceptional rookie uh, to be able to keep value. I think baseball cards are where it's at, in my personal opinion. But there's also other cards related to Yu-Gi-Oh, as we used to call it over there. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, that's what we call it on the money mindset. But I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, or the Pokemon type of thing, those those cards do exceptionally well. I just don't have a great knowledge of those. So this is information. See, we're talking about something else, and people never tune into this stuff. But this is the stuff of great value. People think that we only talk about women over here. But Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, baseball, that's for me. Uh, but, but everybody has their personal thing. Like, if you like football, I wouldn't get running back uh, football cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you have to have a general manager mindset when you're thinking about collecting football cards. Running backs don't hold great value over long periods of time. So why collect those type of cards? You got you need quarterbacks. 
All right. So anyway, shout out to you. Uh, let's see here. And it, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid uh, of dating coaches or anybody that says you're lame for doing stuff like this. These you're going to be the guy later on that people. Damn, I wish I would have collected comic. You know what I mean? Like collecting comic books seems lame, right? Are you tired of looking whack? Do you want to look cool? Are you tired of people being in your business? Yeah. It seems like it's lame, but those dudes be winning later in life. Those dudes are buying it at a time because you're staying in it so long. You buy at a time where people don't have the knowledge base, and then they have something as, as what people would consider flimsy as a comic book that's graded, and it has significant value. I mean, the value is just out of control, and some dudes are like, you ain't cool if you do stuff like that. Mm. Hey, man, what's up with the moderators, man? Get these damn people out of here. All right, what's going on, man? Moderators, y'all slacking on your pimping. Uh, shout out to the moderators. I'm seeing people advertising in here. I'm seeing people advertising. They're advertising on all the channels at once. These bots are out of control. Shout out to the moderators on this on the notorious channel. Weeland said, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Barbarian means nothing to me because what do you got over here? I got money. Yes, indeed. Actually, I'm going to do a stream. I mean, a, a, a vlog on me at a sports card shop. And I'm working with the owner to get the time down and my videographer. We've been all over the place with time. But I'm bringing in sports cards that I've been collecting since the 1990s. And some of them have value. Some of them don't. Some of them, there are error cards. Some of them don't. But he's going to go through them and see if there's what the true value of what I have. Uh, so it should make for great content. Where are we at here? Shout out to Daniel. Ariza, he says, Kanye news got me down, but this stream helps. Yeah, we're going to review Kanye, man. Shout out to you. Nate Big classic rate video games hold crazy value. Yes, man. And you guys got to understand, dude, like it, it, uh, the crazy thing was remember during the pandemic, Legos values went up. <laughs> it was like you couldn't find Legos anywhere. And the value of those things went up. You just don't realize the amount of cool people there are. It's very small. The amount of nerds or normie dudes or dudes that just like to just hover in their basement, their mama's basement, playing games and collecting cars. And that group of men are very, very. That's a, there's a portion of those men that outnumber the cool guys. Now, the cool guys end up broke. The other guys be like, oh, you got the Nintendo Lego set. <laughs> All right. And they'll pay top dollar. If you've never been to a Comic-Con, a WonderCon convention, you think some of these dudes are losers, but not so much. They might not spend money on looking all cool and fresh and swagged out, but some of them got money for sure. I got money. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing, but you guys got to really change your mindset. That's a mindset change. Are you want to be the cool dude in the classroom? Do you want to always be the cool dude at 45, at 36? You want to be the dude that, you, oh, I'm suave and debonair, but you don't got nothing? Or do you want to really change your mindset and go, I could be a little cool and take a little less cool points to be invested and pay attention to things that other people aren't paying attention to simply because you're not the cool guy? That is a mindset change. A lot of brothers and a lot of people in general Want to stick to being the cool dude at school all the time. He said the one strap your backpack, one strap backpack dude. All right. Meanwhile, you got scoliosis of the spine. Shout out to uh, David K over here dropping his wallet. I got too many damn sound effects over here.
Yeah, he says trying to impress 15-year-old dudes in the comment section. For real. I mean, look, it's cool being cool. Some people are naturally cool. Some people are try-hard-ass cool people out here. Some of these YouTube personalities, they try hard being cool. You know they ain't cool. You know what I mean? Any person that wears sunglasses on their stream, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, bruh, like, you doing too much. You don't need to wear sunglasses when you do your stream. Now, if you're doing a vlog, that's different. But you're doing a stream and you got sunglasses on. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, you trying too much. You doing too much. <laughs> All right, anyway. Shout out to David K. He says, paying some tuition, coach. Also, Yu-Gi-Oh! is and Pokemon cards are no joke. He says, I know two friends that started collecting. And he says, when they were kids and I was shocked to find out that their value are over 100K and they ain't even 30 yet. Hit us with the I got money. Wait, that ain't it. Hit us with the I got money. Now, some people might say 100K for a card. That, that's nothing, right? I'm looking to get millions. But you're talking about a piece of cardboard that somebody bought for five dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? A piece of cardboard that somebody bought for five dollars is now worth twenty thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, even even if it's worth a thousand dollars. That's mind blowing, and that's the significant value that you can get in when you collect cards. The only thing is, cards and comic books, you got to collect them in the down period. It's kind of like the market. You got to invest. You got to buy the dip. You got to buy the dip. You got to be involved in it before it gets popular. By the time it gets popular, it's too late. <laughs> it's not too late, but you got to next wait for the next wave. You got to wait for the next wave. It's already popular. Everybody's moved their money over there. Then you show up. Oh, cards. It's too late. Now you're buying them at higher. It's kind of like buying houses at this highest value. You got to wait for it to come back down and then wait for it to go back up. It is what it is. All right, man. I got to catch up on a lot of us contributions here. Simon Small says, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, shout out to Dr. B.O.A. I did throw shade. Uh, Dr. B.O.A. is not wearing sunglasses. <laughs> okay, shout out to Dr. B.O.A. B.O.A. is like, come on, man. Dr. B.O.A. is not wearing sunglasses. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. He says, uh, dig this, but I can't click the link, but I'll see if I can come back around and see what you're talking about. Avid Hiker says, the coffee fun. Salute, coach. Thanks for being here all of these years shout out to kirby says haters jelly of my finances blue chip mindset baby for the win thank I you got money. yes indeed where are we at here bryant horsley says i appreciate your insight inspiration wisdom and consistency i appreciate that yes indeed whoa we got somebody that didn't drop the bag in here He said, this is Fast Money Teddy in the building. He says, paying back taxes for Miss Dreams coffee on me. Boy, you paid me more than coffee. We're going to give you sponsor of the day. I'm rich, Henry Brazilian says, trading cards, comics, and art are the original NFT. It's essentially the model of N NFT. Uh, although, um, you know, NFT is going a certain different way, but it is the model. And I think, in my opinion, I don't think those things, I think those things are only going to increase in value. Because, because um, you know, many people might be going digital. Many people might be going digital, going metaverse. But people are going to want that nostalgia of trading card, uh, um, uh, comic books. They want the they want the actual tangible item, not the digital item. And I think as we go on on time and become more digital oriented, those things are going to increase in value. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. All right. Uh, Albert Ingram, we'll do four more and get on with the show and then go do PayPal on the next break. Albert Ingram, women 
women are going viral on social media for finally admitting that Kevin Samuels was right. I'm not buying it. He says they're only doing it because of the economy. And absolutely. And he says, you said it best. Men need to have a long memory and hold the line. I've been warning you guys. Women adapt. They're very good at adapting. And they're going to adapt. And they're very good at playing the old pouty game. All right. They're always good at doing a. Oh, my God. You know what? Soft girl error. Oh, KS was right. Any man that was thinking like Kevin Samuels, you guys were so right. I need a house. I need a shelter. Just come on. We'll work it out. I just need a roommate. Need you to pay those bills. Man, look. I said this in 2019 as the world was about to burn, but nobody saw it. Not many people saw it. Only Coach Adama saw it. Read my book, The Evolution. I said this was coming. Hey, look. I said they're going to switch it up. They're going to switch up the narrative. A lot of them are going to parent our talking points. A lot of them are going to start walking the way we walk. Many of them will rebel in the spirit of Jezebel. And then when it gets really, really down for them, economic, economically, I know a lot of people are like, the, econo- the economy is not bad. Okay. It's bad for most people. They're going to switch it up. And most of you guys are going to say, finally, coach, they get it. Look at all these women who get it now, coach. And I'm like, mm. no, they don't. <laughs> they don't get it. They're in survival mode. That's what they're doing. (laughs) That's what they're doing. They're only trying to survive and get to the next point. And the best way they could do it is to basically say, I'll give you access to my body. And I explained this. I don't know if I explained it. I think I explained it um, to to Pearly Things. We did something. uh, we, We did something, a collab. And I told her, it's like the old cave woman. It's kind of like the old cave woman. What tends to happen is a cave woman's tired of getting her ass gnawed off and chewed up by the saber tooth tiger. Pretty simple. She don't want to be running around. Matter of fact, I can outrun her ass when the saber tooth tiger keeps coming. So now as a result of her getting her ass chewed, she now will look at somebody who can stop her from getting her ass chewed and she's going to look around and go, Well, that person has a cave right there up at the top of the mountain. And he knows how to make a fire. And he knows how to make a wheel. All right. And she's going to start simp wolf whistling to that person. And she say, I'm going to give you access to me in exchange for you not or for for you helping me not get my ass not off by that damn saber to tiger. It's simple. It's if boy relationships down to just that. Okay. Now you can you can do it. You can do it. Just change the scenario, okay? F- to prevent from get, being evicted, from prevent from having to pay your bills, to prevent from surviving because the student loan crisis is going to continue, because the Republican states have thrown a monkey wrench in the plan to alleviate debt, ten to twenty thousand dollars. Guess what? It's time to. Kevin Samuels was right. <laughs> So was Andrew Tate and Coach Greg Adams. What? Nope. Don't fall for it, but you can take advantage of it. Don't fall for it, but take advantage of it, but protect yourself. Last one. What do we got here? Macaroni Tony, Game Ninjas be like, quote, she's interested. She's just playing hard to get. You got to stay persistent, young lion. Oh, baby, what's this? A restraining order? (laughs) 
he says, oh, she's really on mind games. That means she's really thinking about your boy. Yeah, those things, man, I like that. He says, you helped me simplify many concepts, such as, if, um, I can't, I don't even know what that means, but he says, we are all rotting away by the day. I have my hobbies. And he says, I have hide and seek and my standard of living. I'm satisfied with that until the clock runs out. Shout out to you, Macaroni Tony. Let's get on with the show on the second part of the show. Appreciate that, man. I got a couple of things here going on. Let's see what we do. Oh, Kanye West. We got to talk about Kanye West. Let me put this on the screen and show you what Kanye West has going on. If you guys haven't heard, damn, I just closed the tab that I wanted. I'm going to have to pull that back up. All right, these are all the brands that just dropped Kanye West. If you've had your head somewhere in Earth or you don't know what's going on, Kanye West definitely did go on what you would call a tirade, but it's nothing new. He's gone on several of these tirades, meaning he's used things like, um, you know, uh, uh, the slavery was a choice. He didn't actually say slavery was a choice. He said it sounded like a choice and people put two sound bites together. He never said the word slavery was a choice, but he said at the end, he was like, sounds like a choice to me. Okay. That's just, <laughs> that's just semantics. But then he said other things later on that people agreed with. He actually said, George W. Bush does not care about black people. Everybody bigged up them. There was like, yeah, man, but everybody knew he was kind of off or weird or something. You know, he was a uh, socially awkward, but everybody rode with him. But he didn't get punished for that. He kept going. And then he said some other things he associated with Donald Trump. Everybody called him whatever it was. He kept going. Then he said white lives matter. Nobody penalized him. They continued to sponsor him or actually support whatever he's doing in terms of his apparel line. They basically was like, oh, this is cold what he's doing. But he kept going. And then he doubled down and said he's going to go DEFCON 3 on you know who you know what i mean like new, 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 new world order. and that ladies and gentlemen was apparently the cancellation of kanye now the odd thing about it is actually what he said came true which was weird you know what i mean it's kind of like they didn't even see it they did not have enough self-awareness and the public does not have enough self-awareness to really understand that while they might say this was his last draw or he's finally wrong we're going to cancel him he actually comes out looking correct whether you like it or not, whether you think he's a racist or not, he actually proved or actually allowed the other people to prove him to be correct. And it's a fumble. So is Kanye West an idiot or is he a genius? He's going to take a hit right now. He obviously has been dropped by many of these brands. Here it is right now. Seven companies that ended relationships with the artists and the fashion designer known as I believe it's going to be pronounced. Yay. Okay, we know him as Yeezy Kanye West. I think he's, I don't know if he's legally changed his name to Ye, but it is what it is. All right, so let's go through the companies real quick. Uh, Adidas, Adidas, a combination of the name Hit uh, Adolf and another name, which would be the last name of the creator, Adidas. I don't know if you know, that's how you pronounce Adidas. It's Adidas. All right, so Adidas has cut Kanye West. But they also revealed that they continue to sell his brand, but without his name associated with it. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you know, but that's going to be a win for Kanye. All right, let's go ahead and give him a win for that one. Yeah, let's give him a win. Damn. That's a loud ass sound effect. 
I got to work on these damn sound effects over here. I just had to upload them all on my screen. So that came in loud. Now, let me just correct. Let me just say this again. Adidas was one of the last companies to cut him, but they are feature first in this article. They're going to lose a significant amount of money, and they had to really realize how much they're going to lose. This is a blue chip mindset idea now. This is what we're talking about. They chose to cut him, and they were the one of the last ones. They had to make sure all of the ink was dry. Could they be exposed to a lawsuit later on? They had to figure out what they were going to do, and they cut him. However, they just released a statement probably just when I was going on or early this morning that they're going to continue to sell his brand. I think Kanye wanted to cut Adidas a long time ago. But now what they're going to continue to sell his brand, meaning they're going to make him viable, people are going to still buy. Or they might buy on the black market, which makes his brand more valuable. Now he's going to take a hit. Yes, he's probably going to go into a little bit of a poverty fighting all of these things that people are going to throw in his way. But is that a genius move or is that an L? Who is it an L for, Adidas or uh, Kanye? He said their stock dropped. Um, I mean, that's a that proves Kanye to be right. I mean, listen, you got a German company. Named after one of the founders, his name is Adolf. <laughs> All right, you got a German company. Uh, there's more stuff to go to that. Okay, they had to cut ties. They're going to lose value. They're, they're going to lose value. Kanye West gets to disassociate his brand from them going forward. And then if he wants to put his brand out later on, he can put his brand out without them. They're going to push forward with their brand, his brand, but without his name. It's like having Jordan without the damn Jumpman logo. They're going to try to push that out. Kanye could do what he it, Who is this L for, bro? I mean, this doesn't seem like that's an L for Kanye. I think it opens up another opportunity for him. And then it also opens up, opens up potential lawsuit for whatever it is. He can have a cease and desist. He can have a um, he can have a copyright infringement. There's a whole bunch of things. And this is what I want to tell you. This is what I want to tell you. When people react emotionally, if we did not see this with Hafiz, when people react emotionally and they try to cancel somebody, normally they actually cancel themselves and then later on, the person comes out smelling like roses. I don't know if this is going to be the case for Kanye, but this is an, another emotional reaction that proves him right. And now guess what? I think they're going to lose and he's going to win. <laughs> That's just what I'm looking at right now. All right. So, um, again, people always want to put the death nail in the, to a human being there. I don't think there's any such. I don't think there's such a thing as canceling an individual. Not, not like this. He's going to get hurt. Yes. But. When people react emotionally and they don't do the math and they don't try to talk it out, they don't have a meeting of the minds. They just go say, we're going to get rid of them from pressure from other people because they got their feelings hurt. I, and oddly enough, I find it crazy that he was able to go 20 years saying what he was saying. Nobody said a damn thing, but he just said what he said. They He proves them right. And then they go in and cancel him. I find this remarkably insane remarkably insane i was like what happened you should have canceled him long time ago because he exhibited every sign of cancel cancelizing and you didn't cancel him y'all said and let him say what he said y'all said and let him say what he said and nobody said anything by the way when it comes to the community when it comes to the community they've been called worse things and still have supported many brands let me give you an example um timberland timberland has come out and said they had no intentions to make their brand closely related to hip hop. North Face probably said something similar, allegedly. Tommy Hilfiger has said things similar to that. And if it wasn't for the Pele brands and the um, the FUBU and the Cross Colors, 
if it wasn't for them, people will still have associated with Tommy Hilfiger, right? Gucci, guess. I mean, a lot of these companies have said things negatively toward the community and they still bought. People still buy Timberland to this day. Okay, Timberland is associated with the New York East Coasters and they still wear them today. And guess what? Michael Jordan's brand, Jordan brand. Jordan brand has been notorious with saying, hey man, y'all can kill each other for these shoes and people still support Jordan brand. So with that being said, when it comes to Kanye West, if people think he's going to be canceled or people aren't going to stop wearing his shoes, especially the people that were the ones buying his shoes and his slides and all, if you think that's going to happen, it ain't happening. It is not happening. His brand will still go on, in my opinion. His brand will still go on, and he'll still be able to make money going forward. And it's only a matter of time. They're going to let this wave die. They're going to let this wave die. And this is all opinion. This is all opinion. They're going to let the wave die. And then they're going to realize Kanye is still worth money. <laughs> and they're going to say he's still money. We're going we gonna to allow him to become a multi-billionaire with no brand attachment to Nike, no distribution deal. No distribution, no distribution deal to these Chinese manufacturers. You just gonna let him roll off with the money? Yo, no, they ain't gonna let him have his own brand and him just become bigger than him and watch the value of it. So that's what I'm looking at. Is this move an idiot move or is this a genius move? And consider this for yourself. Are you holding on to a situation? Are you holding on to a paycheck when you actually have more value being independent? Are you holding on to a job and afraid to get canceled just to get that minuscule paycheck that's preventing you from being a thousandaire? And a thousandaire has significant value right now. Or are you more valuable in the marketplace? Or somebody said, are you doing both? Are you only working for these people to get their minuscule paycheck, them crumbs that they're giving you to give you that slab, that slavery or salary? And when you get off your job, are you working on your job too? Are you working on your brand? And are you building your brand big enough so that if they cancel you, if they fire you from your job, can you say still, shit, I still got value. This is the mindset we're talking about. Okay. Anyway, let's go through this really quickly, swiftly here. Let's see here. Um, who else has canceled him? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. I'm, most of these people, I really don't know who they are. Fashion House. They walked away from Kanye just before this week. They proved him right. He talked about this. If you really know, you know. CAA, which is an artist agency, dropped Ye. Also, Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams dropped him, uh, dropped his sports agency. There was another football player, or maybe it was a basketball player that dropped from his agency. I can't remember. Um, this is a law firm that has dropped him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Look at the law firm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Gap has dropped him. He, I think he had a problem with Gap. He's had a problem with Gap from the beginning, okay? Hey, man, the bottom line is always the bottom line. If the Gap and Adidas, if the Gap and Adidas are struggling financially, they'll, they'll, they'll run back to his ass really quick. Yeah, somebody says Gap is dead anyway. When was the last time you went into the Gap? I mean, I haven't shopped at the Gap for like 30 years, All right? Um, Jalen Brown was the other basketball player that dropped him. He dropped from his sports agency, but they did that out of an emotional reaction. I think Antonio Brown, which this is an endorsement for either one being a genius, Antonio Brown remained 
with the sports agency, if I'm not mistaken, JP Morgan Chase. I think they're the only bank that uh, has dropped him. But if you know any history about JP Morgan and Chase Bank, I mean, this is an, an endorsement for people doing things politically correct. That's just my opinion on that. And there goes my Chase card. MRC. Uh, Hollywood financier and producer MRC announced Monday that they are in the day a relationship with Ye. Uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram, temporarily, they say they temporarily locked Ye's account saying he violated their terms of use policy. My question is, what was the thing that violated the terms? What was it? I mean, I know what they're saying it was, but I find it odd because he said a whole bunch of shit, right? He said a whole... He said a whole bunch. And it was just one thing that got him locked up. I mean, listen, there was a lot of black people offended. And I was on Ye's side, on that side of the argument. There's a lot of black people offended by him for a long time, quite a, quite a long time. They didn't lock him out then. They let his ass roll with the punches. They were like, roll with the punches. Y'all handle it. Now, this is a combination of you don't have the power. <laughs> okay, you ain't got the power. If you're wondering what's up, this is, should be a wake-up call for many people. You NPCs, this is about where the power true lies or truly lies. And can you get some of that power? Can you prevent being canceled? No, you can't. If Kanye can be canceled and affected, any, this can happen to any of us. But you got to have a strategic uh, position to be able to be uh, to overcome canceling. Uh, people like Andrew Tate, for the most part, have been able to overcome it by moving over to Rumble and then monetizing Rumble's live stream and getting contributions. He's able to overcome it to an extent, but he's limited on the major popular platforms. Okay. But there's going to be a time where these platforms may come back to some of these people and say, hey, we need your voice here. Some of these companies may come back and say, look, let bygones be bygones. We're a country of forgiveness. And then when it also comes down to the bottom line. So with this mindset, we'll, we'll move on here. The mindset is this. Get yourself in a power position to be able to withstand being canceled. And then you'll be able to speak your voice, tell what you believe is your truth, say what you have to say, and have them crawling back to you. That is the true power of the blue chip mindset. And I'm hoping that all of us can adopt this. This is a lesson. This is a lesson. Somebody said Kanye was carrying an Adidas. Yes, we know this. Kanye was carrying the gap. And those people are going to lose. The gap in Adidas, they're going to lose. And then they're going to go, damn, what did we do? And why did we kowtow? Why did we buy down? Was it worth it? You know, people are trying to say he's anti this and this. I think Kanye is one of those guys, in my opinion. He's anti everybody that ain't Kanye. Mm. <laughs> he anti everybody that's not Kanye. I don't think he's anti anything. And what he said was really not what you would consider what they're kind of categorizing it. All he did was mention it. And they proved what he mentioned to be true. That's undeniable. That's undeniable. Now, is this an idiot move or a genius move? Most NPCs will see this as an idiot move. He canceled himself. I, in my opinion, I think it's a genius move. I think in the long term, in my opinion, I might be wrong on this one, but this is Coach Radama speaking. I believe in the long term, in the long term, if he can withstand the pressure financially, he's going to be under pressure financially. Right. Once they cut off your spigot of income, yes, it gets real really fast. So it's going to get real on him really fast. And that baby mama, George Floyd's baby mama, suing him for 200. I don't think he's they can even process serve him. So I don't even think 
they're going to even be able to serve him the suit. This is just my opinion again. But I think in the long term, Kanye wins. <laughs> yeah, I think he wins because a lot of people are looking and going, wait a minute. They're like this. Hold up. Hold up. They're like this. I got to find my board. Wait a minute. Who are you? Somebody said they're trying to try destroy a supply line, which is do I tell you the more they do and whoever they is. I don't know. See, the thing is, who, new, 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 new who is order. they? Whoever they is, they're proving him right. I think they need to huddle up. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, come in quickly. This is essentially, this is essentially what women have done in a relationship marketplace, right? They actually went on, went on. They proved us to be true. And then when they need help, they come scrambling back. Not all of them. Some of them do. And we knew this to be true. They're not every woman could be self-sufficient and independent. And we thought it was foolish to begin with. Now that the marital market is destroyed, the dating market is actually torpedoed. Women are monetizing themselves. It's even getting the markets being flooded on the monetization. Now they're coming to crawl back. I think over time, they're proving themselves to be, they're proving us to be right. Despite the fact that everybody wants to have an emotional plea as to why we're wrong, why we need to change our opinion, despite the fact that nothing's changing. The more they tried to, to torture him and, and cancel him, for his opinion, the more he is proved right, and I think he's going to win more people over. He's going to win just like Andrew Tate, just like Andrew Tate, just like Kevin Samuels, just like Kevin Samuels. Now there's now many people, not all, are saying Kevin Samuels was kind of right. <laughs> they they actually make it worse. They actually create an antihero. They actually create a martyr. They actually create a voice from the underground, a grassroots campaign that actually then. Then people are going to start opening it up and say, we really know. We want to really know why y'all doing this. See, that's what they, they need to huddle up. They need to huddle up and say, we're actually looking bad here. Whoever they are. See, we don't know who they are. <laughs> he says they late. But then people are going to start saying, let's open up the books. Okay, let's see if Kanye was actually, okay, wow. Okay, this head of the group. Head of this corporation is this. Head of this corporation is that. They destroying this supply line. Who's destroying it? Who's behind this? Who's canceled? <laughs> and 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 I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. He woke up a generation of people who didn't even know. They weren't even aware. They need to huddle up, ladies. Y'all need to huddle up. Men, there's some of y'all simps need to huddle up and whoever they are over there in Kanye, they need to huddle up and they need to huddle up quickly. This is the this is the two minute drill here. You're down six. You think you're up, but you're down. You need to huddle up really quickly and figure out you're making it look worse. You just made people aware of a situation that nobody was even thinking about. See, people in my generation have heard what Kanye was talking about. There's a group of people that don't even have a clue what he's talking about. They're like, huh? Who? What? When? Where? They don't even know. But now young men are going, wait a minute. They're going to start digging and asking questions, and it's not going to look favorable to, to you because of what I'm telling you, man. It, this was a chess move. To me, it was genius. To me, well, it, only time will tell. All right, let me do some PayPal's. And look, can y'all stop putting the star in there? <laughs> stop. All right. Let's stop going on. I'm not trying to make this part that part of the stream. 
I'm not trying to make this. Stop putting that damn thing in there. <laughs> anyway, he says NPCs are sleep. In, in, a t- in a tough time, in a tough time, NPCs wake up. Not all of them, but they wake up. <laughs> all right, stop with that shit. Hey, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. Hit the like button. Uh, um, many people in a tough economy will start to look for answers. See, that's what we know. That's what we know of relationships. When relationships go bad, many people look for answers. And then they find what? Do they find pastors? Do they find spiritual leaders? Do they find people who are just, oh, just keep trying? And do they find people that tell you, oh, well, your answer is love and romance? Do they find people that says your answer is macking these hoes? No. When you have a tough time, in relationships, you find CGA. You find Sandman. You find some of the hardest core voices out here. Yo ass find a couple of dudes. you like, this is not the answer. You find a dude that tell you to go Mac more hoes. you like, that ain't the answer either. You tell dudes to just get another woman and love her. That ain't the answer. Then you find me. Mm. <laughs> and then you're like, wow. You're like, yo. <laughs> And then they mad that you find this. You find me. Yeah, you find Big John. And then people be like, this should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. And then you be like, hey, we need to broadcast this out. Yeah, you find Steph is cold. You find all of our brothers here. That's who you find. And then people be mad that you found them. And they're like, no, no, no. They not the answer. And you were like, yes, they are. This is what I've been looking for right here. They're telling me everything that I need to know. See, that's what's going to happen with in the Kanye situation. People are going to say, oh, he was wrong. He this and that. They can't cancel him. But they're going to do is wake up another people and say, wait, what? let's let's figure out where he was wrong at. They're going to start typing and it ain't going to be in your favor. Whatever that insecurity is, we all have our insecurities. Right. Black folks. Um, black folks, we all have our insecurity. White folks, we have your insecurity. Uh, people in the small hats, we all have our insecurity. We don't want to claim what we really are sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to look in the mirror. And sometimes it's hard to really talk about these things. But whatever that insecurity over there is, they got to get over that. Because it's, nobody's got, we don't live in a culture that people feel sorry for just one people. We kind of either have empathy for all or we're kind of trying to homogenize. You can't just be we're the worst victims. You can't be that anymore. And I call that out for black folks. I call that out for all people, white folks. I don't care who you are. Women, men, this, this is, you can't be the biggest victim. You can't be the biggest victim. Whatever that insecurity is, y'all need to get over it because that ain't the time no more. It ain't the time. You got to be able to just say, chalk it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird time. But they'll find out the hard way. CGA is always right. Let's get to these PayPal's. Yeah, the victim Olympus don't work the same, especially especially in a tough economy. And you're trying to say, well, we ain't got control of this and they got control of that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to fly anymore. When people are struggling out here, <laughs> they're going to start looking for answers and they're going to be like, they're going to be like, hold on for a second. Let me get my sound effect. Where are we at? 
where are we at? This is just opinion. It is what it was, man. Yeah. Shout out to Spike Spiegel. He says the first of the month is approaching, coach, and I'm in the bind. I'm in the bind yes, indeed. First of the month is approaching. Is it already? Oh, it's the 26th? Lord. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's the 26th? I better get my rent together. <laughs> Patching my rent up. Uh, landlord. Where are we at here? Shout out to our man, Rusted Junk, over on PayPal. Good morning, coach. He says we're selling a second-generation Pontiac Trans Ams like crazy, especially 74 to 78 Pontiac Trans Ams. They are beautiful cars. I'm kicking myself in the arse for not buying one in the early 2000s. Man, when you've been around wealthy people, that's what they do, man. Wealthy people still got money around here. Yes, they lost their money. They lost 20% in the stock market. But when they start losing in the market, they start pulling that money out. And that's why the market pretty much starts hurting a little bit more. And then what they do is they buy a triple black Pontiac 1974. Or they have one and they sell one. They have one in their collection that you never see. It's not in the front parking lot. It's in the garage with a damn uh, cover on it. And you think it's a piece of junk and that his wife thinks it's a piece of junk. But when they get in the buying, they sell it and they sell it for three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what they sell it for. And you're like that hunk of junk. In my opinion, again, opinion again, I think classic cars and gas vehicles are going to be it. We're moving towards electric. I think then the more antique cars that you can actually repair, like not the computer based cars, those cars are going to be super duper valuable. In my opinion. So just hold on to that. See, these are things, these are answers. If you arrived so far and said, I provided no solutions, I've just gave you a ton of them. And there is where people put their money in, collectibles, just like that. I, I trained this rich guy. He was in his 60s. I can't remember the type of car it was, but he kept saying, oh, I own this triple black. I don't even remember what it was. And I didn't even know. And then he kept telling me how valuable this car was. And he was like, if I ever get into buying, I'll just sell that. <laughs> I was like, shit. And he was like, he would show me all these people. If people saw it, they want to buy it right off his hands right there. So those are the things that if you're now in a good situation, could you put your money towards that? Yes, but educate yourself first. Educate yourself first. Don't just throw it out there and be like, I'm going to buy a ton of baseball cards and buy a couple, couple antiques. Give it our guy, Rusted Junk. He knows what he's talking about. Kaylin says it's time for Kanye to join the RP. He would be the biggest face on the side that society has had. Yes. I don't know if that'd be positive for everybody else immediately, but yeah. Uh, Kanye, if you do want to do an interview, let me know. That'd be interesting. He's interviewing everyone else. Jay Cool is in the house. This is just to say thanks for putting in all that hard work. He says, if I ever win the Buffalo Bills 50-50, I will drop a bag. All right, appreciate you. I know how that goes. You go to the stadium and you're hoping they call your number out. You got that long ass ticket. You done bought 50, 100 tickets, 50, 11 tickets. Call my number. They don't call anywhere near your section. <laughs> First three numbers are all off. You're like, damn, I've been there. Oh, Mr. Bottom Mouth says, um, it's amazing how everyone acknowledges and knows that celebrity rock stars, et cetera, are puppets of distraction for the metaphilia he calls and all the other conspiracies quote conspiracies that have had their caps blown open as actual truth why is no one demanding x um answers about pizza gate is going to take men like you and others that are willing to rise up on youtube 
to bring more light to the darkness. I mean, he says dividing us in every aspect of our lives is how they keep this crap going. We argue about each other or argue with each other about celebrities instead of branding or banding together and going straight at the you know who. He says, also, it bothers me that when you try to bring up these facts to women about the you know who. Hold on for a second. Putting them against us, it's like they actually don't care. And that doesn't go for all women, but it goes for a large number of them. He says, hit them with the prices wrong. And also, by the way, I just started my second YouTube channel, a trucking channel. He says, a trucking man. Thank you for commenting, coach. All right, Nick, comment on your channel. As always, I appreciate you. And, and thanks for sharing that. Again, here's the deal. <laughs> I remember, I remember... Do you remember when um do you remember when there was a rumor about a island <laughs> where there were uh metaphiles on? Remember when that was just a rumor? Boy, that was a that was um you guys not be old enough for that. That was just a rumor for a long time. That was considered a great conspiracy for a long time. Like people were like, nah. <laughs> people were like, no way. People used to talk about it all the time. And I used to be like, dude, I was like, okay, man, if that was true, where were we at? All right, it, it would be obvious. And then they kind of revealed it and it was like, <laughs> like they pulled that off. And then when you go see the story, like it was pulled off. It, it, it actually became true. Now, with, with what you said related to why women tend to not go under the leadership of men and trust government entities or media or fashion brands, it's quite simple. Their ability to pander to this group of people is very high. I think women do want safety and security. That's what the somewhat nature is. We don't need another hypergamy video to figure this out. Women are going to go where they're going to feel safe. And. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to go where it feels safe. And for the most part, they find safety and security in people giving them crumbs, right, or false promises. This is undeniable fact. They were given a false promise, and they're being played like a fool with this student loan thing. Listen. Nope. They're being played like a fool. I haven't seen one guy make one video being pissed about the student loan reneging. I haven't seen one. I've seen all women. Maybe that's because that's typically what I will come across my platform. I haven't seen one dude come out and be like, yo, what the hell? Now my whole thing is messed up. I've only seen women. And this is a true reality. Women hold student 70% uh, of the student loan debt. They thought they were going to get a bailout. A lot of them voted specifically for a person who promised that type of thing. They were trying to get they were trying to get Pocahontas through. They were trying to get Bernie Sanders through. They got Biden through. And then, you know, we'll dangle that student loan character uh, out there when he said he was never going to get rid of it. He never was a proponent of that, but they pushed him in. Many people voted specifically that way. I talk about that. I talked about that in the evolution. They're going to push in a presidential candidate simply for the student loan thing. And if 70% of the student loan debt was owned by men, we can clearly, clearly see they would not erase it. Nobody would be trying to erase it. Child support, more than 70, 80% of the debt 
or the payers are men. They ain't trying to erase that. So now they're being played like a fool monkey in the middle on this child, on this student loan thing, right, of course, right before the midterms. They're monkey in the middle and they're playing them for fools. For what? $10,000, bro. I, I I find it odd that people keep putting themselves in this situation, but they do because I don't think people are great thinkers. Most people react emotionally. They'll react emotionally, and it's um, anytime you use emotions to be the final decision making, um, um, final decision maker. When you use emotions, you're gonna come out. It's gonna be a fat L, fat L. And people can play you for a fool. So they're bouncing it back and forth. You're so worried about the Democrats and the Republicans with $10,000. And you don't even realize that if they erase $10,000, they're going to get it back. They're going to get it back in a matter of six months. You're going to pay $10,000. <laughs> You're going to pay $10,000 and raise gas prices. You're going to pay it at the damn grocery store. You're going to pay it at Balenciaga. Because they're gonna, you're gonna think you gotta add uh, extra money. They're gonna get it back. They're gonna get it back in the inflation and in interest rates. When you go and say, "Oh, now I got great credit, I can buy a home," you go out there and buy a home at the highest peak of value before it plummets. Then you buy it at high interest rates. You're gonna pay double the mortgage you gonna you would have paid in 2019 and 2020. They gonna get it back. Somebody says they're gonna get it back two times. They're gonna get it back tenfold. <laughs> the Bible said. Doesn't the Bible talk about tenfold? Help me out, my brothers in the Bible. They're going to get it back tenfold. They're going to get that 10K back. And they don't even want to give it to you, bro. Look. <laughs> Again, I you might want to you might think I'm wrong about this. I get it. There's some people that say I'm completely wrong about all of these things I tell you in the blue chip mindset. But they're going to get it back tenfold. There's no question about it. So I'm not I'm not going, wow, take ten thousand dollars off my student loan debt. You actually had two years to get free of that debt, interest-free. Like, they didn't even accrue interest over a two-year two period. But now at the 11th hour, <laughs> y'all complaining, now with them student loan payments going to start kicking in in January. Bro, this is why you have to do your due diligence in relationships. When I say don't get in relationships, it's this mindset. If any one of these lemmings have a mindset like this, they are automatically disqualified from me you can't be around me and you think like a lemming and you're complaining about 10k 20k off student loan debt you're gonna pay that back and first of all you ain't getting it off <laughs> first of all you're not even getting 10k off they ain't letting that fly Nancy Pelosi don't even want that to fly but she don't care she just let stage the rooms twerk on the stage stop Stop. See, this is hopium. I know people think I'm a hardcore. I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish. I ain't got no damn heart. I'm cold. I'm cold just like the middle of the winter. Yes, I am. I'm cold like a Russian winter. But I'm also realistic. I don't live by hope. I don't live by cope. <laughs> I just got to stop. I just got to stop. People on the hope train. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strike. I hope they do. No, 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 no. We need to have a little bit more control of our lives. 
and you guys have no control. You guys have given it over all over to the government. And I don't I don't blame them for playing you like fools. I don't blame them. New, 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 new world Again, this is what I would do to you. You know, I'm Mr. Coachellini in the building. I don't blame them. If I was in power, too, I would do the same thing to you fools. Anyway, <laughs> my like ratio is all messed up. I would do the same thing to you. Listen, man, don't get me in power. I have all of y'all hoping the whole damn time. I have y'all full of hope. I don't sell dope. I sell hope. All right. I'll be having y'all all kind of, uh, here we go. Hey, by the way, do me a favor, man. Hit the like button in the building. We going to get a little belly deli, man. We got to get belly deli. My like ratio is a mess. Let's hear it. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit it look? Baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. You don't need to the hear it. The football prank go crazy. <laughs> the football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. I don't think you need to hear it. You already can see it. <laughs> All right. You can see it. And many people know what it is. Shout out to the belly deli girl. All right. All right. You don't need to hear it. She's saying you afraid of that belly. You know, you slow Tuesday brothers out here. Sheesh. All right. My editor got messed up here. Scrum diddlyumptious. Y'all going to have to get the, hey, it's getting cold outside. It's time for a big woman season. It's big woman season out here. It's cold in Las Vegas in the morning. It's cold in Las Vegas. I need to, hey, it's time for big women right now. <laughs> hey, them flatbacks in the, them flatbacks right now, them flatbacks can't cut it right now. They a little too bony and they ain't got enough meat. It's, it's big girl season. <laughs> oh, y'all heard it. Big girl, get in that bed, jump in that bed, warm that bed up. All right, let's get into Matthew Perry. Uh Oh, ladies love. I'm oh, sorry. Adolf Caesar says, if Ye lost night, wait a minute, hold on for a second. Let me take this down. Wait a minute. I've got two mouses over here. I get confused by him. If he says, uh, if Ye lost 99% of his wealth, he still would be richer than 99% of Americans. Exactly. He's still in a good seat, driver's seat. It's kind of like when you file a bankruptcy, <laughs> all right, rich people file a bankruptcy, like they not really broke. <laughs> They'd be like, he filed a bankruptcy. Like, yeah, but. He's still richer than you. And he finally, he probably filed the chapter 13. He's going to pay them back. They're going to package it up. He's going to pay them back. And he don't need no credit. He probably still got a little bit of cash over. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be all right. He's going to lose 99% of his wealth. He'll be fine. As long as he avoids lawsuits. Ladies, that's the quickest way to get your money is lawsuits. Okay, listen to me, gentlemen, when I tell you. Do not in get involved in lawsuits. If you get involved in lawsuits, you're going to be pissing out money. And this goes for divorce lawsuits as well. And don't never let your baby mama or your ex-wife, uh, don't let her not believe that she's not suing you in court. Um, um, You got to let her know that she's suing you. I actually had to do that one time. I was like, you need to stop suing me. I don't, I'm, I'm not suing you. This is called a lawsuit. <laughs> you filed suit against me. You are suing me. 
typically it comes in the form of throwing rocks and hiding hands. So they throw the rocks and hide their hands. I'm not suing you. Child support suing you. <laughs> it's not suing you. This is called a lawsuit. You filed it in court. You filed suit against me. This is where the word comes suing. Uh, a lot of people think when you somebody says you sued them that you lost. That's another misconception about suing people, right? Somebody says, I'm suing you, or he got sued. You think they lost. All they did was file the lawsuit. That's all that means. Doesn't mean you lost. Now, it's gonna lose, you're going to lose money when you get sued. And it doesn't mean that they have a good, honest, good back, uh, faith-based argument. You can sue somebody for anything. Anything. <laughs> all you got to do is serve it on them. And the person has to defend them. This is the problem when I tell you again, do not get involved with lawsuits. Do not get involved with legal because it's bullshit. The lawyers are sitting over there going, okay, they found the suit. Let's just go ahead and just give them the money. Somebody's got to give up some ass in a lawsuit. Do not get involved with lawsuits. And this goes with marriage and divorce. Soon as you engage in a marriage, you opened yourself up to a lawsuit. This is all I want you to know about men, uh, marriage. I'm not anti-marriage. I'm anti-marriage for a lot of men because you guys are dumb and you don't have the information. Thus, then I give you the information for you to make your own decision. But when you get married, you just opened yourself up for a lawsuit. Many, many, many men have never committed a crime. They never had a speeding ticket. Not even a ticket for jaywalking, not even a spit, not even a ticket for spitting on a sidewalk. And they got sued in court and lost just like they were a common criminal. And they're being treated like a common criminal to this day. For this reason, they got married. Hmm. They're being treated like a criminal. They get their money hijacked right from they check. They get uh, they get faced with jail time for not doing something, cooperating. They violate the judge's decision. They get thrown in jail for contempt. They lose their job, <laughs> car, house, clothes, hose. They lose everything, and they ain't committed one crime. The only thing they did was they got married. No speeding tickets, no jaywalking tickets, no nothing, no crime. They didn't rob no bank, and they get treated like a common damn criminal, and I'm warning you about that. Hmm? I'm warning. That's all I'm doing. You make your own decision. Yep. They get their fishing license taken away. They get their passport taken away. They get their guns taken away. Think about it. <laughs> Ladies love cool see my 18-year-old cousin got married to his high school girlfriend and both of them moved in or they moved out of the mother's house into the father's house. Wait. Guys, if you're not, ladies, this is when you will support my argument. Ladies, gentlemen, stop getting married when you're broke. This ain't the time for that shit. This is not the time. Speaking of broke, let's talk about Matthew Perry. Finally. Okay, he says, not my fishing license. Yes, your retirement gone. They just start dicing up shit. And they're like, well, this is the law. And you're like, wait a minute. I didn't know this is part of the law. That's why I'm informing you. This is part of the law. 
you lose community property, you lose in spousal support, you lose in child support most of the time. You better get knowledge. Matthew Perry, he's had his problems personally and uh, spent millions and millions of dollars in rehab. This is why I tell you guys, stop doing drugs. Drugs are not your friend. Now, the conversation of what is and what isn't a drug, you can have that conversation with yourself. Woo. Didn't mean to play that. Have that conversation with yourself. Figure out what is a drug. Don't be in denial. Um, some things are actually preventing you from getting ahead. One in three, guys. Sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find my right tab. Here it is. Uh, but he's also he's had problems with opioid opioids. I believe alcoholism he admits to. And he's had problem with women. So in the blue chip mindset, what does this mean? Let's share the screen of what's going on. Apparently, he's filthy, rotten, rich. And um, he says he admits that women are only interested in him for his money. I mean, everybody knows that. And we always tell you leverage options. You're going to get more women that are available to you when you get more money. If you have the right mindset, you can use it as leverage or whatever it is. But I think what's happening is Matthew Perry apparently is a sucker for love. Okay. Sucker for love, a ninja. And he's tired of these gold diggers only using him for money. Let's go ahead and read this story. Uh, if you're a sucker for love and you have money, a fool and his money will soon part. And you're going to believe that you're entitled to love like a fool, like women believe they're entitled to love and romance. You're not entitled to a damn thing. Okay. But here he is right here. It says, after amassing a net worth of roughly $80 million, God dang, for doing some acting, a filthy rich friend star, Matthew Perry, now admits that he's being targeted by gold diggers. What took so long, you dumbass? He says, Perry, who um who's attempting to find true love at age 53. Let me give his ass. Hold on for a second. See, this is the problem. Matthew Perry, bring your ass. Bring your ass over here, bro. And, you you know, pay me a million dollars, man. I You'd be better off paying me a million dollars. You're trying to find true love at age 53. Guys, dude, you can't do it. Love is for broke people. Love is for teenagers. We just talked about this yesterday, didn't we? If you were missed yesterday's show, I broke down what love is. Love is for lemmings. Love is for NPCs. Love is for people who can't make something of themselves. Love is for manipulators. Love does not last. Love does not last. It lasts at best six months to two years. We actually read through it. Anybody that studies this brain activity and brain-wise, true love lasts for six months to two years. That's it. Now you have other reasons you stick together. And many of these reasons you stick together is based on an attachment. Or you have a respect or a commitment. You're out of love at that point. That's not love. You say, well, you know, she's a good woman. You ever hear a man say that? Well, you know, she's a good woman. She's a good mother. And yeah, you know, I really love her. He's staying because he's attached. That's not love. <laughs> he's, staying, he's staying because he has a respect for her as a mother. You know, he's a good dad and he provides and he's there for me. That's not love. We just left, love left the building. You're staying because you have an attachment. Now, if those attachments weren't there, meaning you were with him for two or three years, four or five years, and then the love faded, but you didn't have kids, you didn't own property together, you didn't have it, both of y'all can walk away free and clear, scot-free. You'd be like, well, why am I staying here? 
there's no loyalty anymore. Both of y'all cheated. There's no property. There's no kids. There's no house. There's no cars. Everything's separate. No uh, bank accounts are separate. And then the love ends. Guess what? One or both of them go finding true love again. I want that loving feeling. They they leave the partner and they go find that love tingling feeling because there's no attachment. That's what happens with love. Plain and simple. I don't, I, he doesn't love me like he used to. Yep, you have no attachment, so just leave. <laughs> but if there's kids, house, property, you guys get what I'm saying. And now this goofball, he got all the money in the world and he's still a dummy. All right, but let's go ahead and play it. Says right here, he spent plenty of his past relationships. Wait, what's right here? Let me start over. I started mid-sentence. Perry, who's attempted to find true love at age 53, says plenty of his past relationships have failed. <laughs> again, proving coach right again. Proving coach right again. He's a what? Owen. He's O in 100 in the relationship category. And he's rich. And he's rich. I'm rich, bitch. And the former friend star cites money as the reason. That's why Perry is determining that uh, to no longer fill the role of sugar daddy. Chandler being, I believe that's his character, wants himself an honest woman with her own debt card and yob. <laughs> this dude gone, bro. Quote, the next person I really take seriously is someone that I'm going to be in love with <laughs> and not be scared by the things or is it scared by the or scarred by the things that used to scare me. Somebody who's self-supporting. Nope. Wow. In other words, somebody with uh, a few zeros in their bank account who wants more than a friend. <sighs> he wants a rich woman. At 53. Uh, let me see here. This is what they're talking about here. They're going to go. He says, Perry then circle back to the self-supporting aspect. He says, he went on to add monetarily, especially because I got burned a few times by women who want my money and not really caring about me. Good Lord. I got money. This dude in La La Land at 53. This dude. I mean, where, come on, bro. Um, yeah. Wow. Where's Monica when you need him? To be clear, Perry's past. Love life has included significant others who were similarly deep pocketed. Pocketed. Perry's roster of former female companions include Julia Roberts, Yasmeen Bleep, and Lizzie Kaplan. Roberts, by the way, reportedly has a net worth of $250 million. And guess what happened to that relationship? It didn't work. Along with the other main characters of Friends, Perry was paid $1 million per episode. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, yeah, okay, all right. They're talking about what he was made and all that stuff. Let's go to this next article so you can see the evidence right here. How addiction derailed Matthew Perry's love life after the star's 53-year-old revealed he dumped Julia Roberts. <clears throat> Says female charts his doomed affairs from a young fashion student to the, his fiance who, quote, couldn't save him. All right, so let's go down. Let's scroll down. Here it is right here. Here he is with Julia Roberts. She got money. It didn't work. You're 0-1. Uh, here's another one. Says right here, Perry's latest serious relationship was with a literary agent, Molly Hurwitz. Hurwitz? Hurwitz. 
I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Molly Hurwitz. There she is pictured. I ain't, I ain't going there. She looks like people I done went to high school with in, in um, the Conejo Valley. This is what the girls used to look like in high school that used to like me in high school. This is the girls that used to like me in high school. <laughs> if you know, you know, in the Conejo Valley. These girls like this, these little girls like this, they was rebelling against their daddy. This is them right here. <laughs> Somebody says she's not ugly. She's not ugly. No, she's not ugly. I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm just saying this is what they were. If you know, you know. And don't put no damn stars in my damn thing here. Here we go. If you know, you know. Anyway, the pair, uh, the pair got engaged in November 2020, but called it quits in October in 2021. All right, who else did he have right here? Um, man, Moan, I can't pronounce her name. You see her name right here. Here it is, right here. Mave, Mave Quin Quinlan. Here she is. He's got him a somewhat of a flat back. Did she look almost like she didn't hit the wall though? But she's the bold and beautiful star. The pair were pictured, uh, they pictured three years after their breakup in Beverly Hills, eventually calling it quit in 2003. She looked like a gold digger, though. She has the gold digger look. That party hair in the middle with the bangs straightened right here. The blue eyes, crystal blue eyes, flat-backed it. Yeah, she looked like a gold digger. All right, but anyway, Rachel Dunn, then he went back to go plain Jane. He went plain Jane, and he got with her for two years. And why didn't that work out? The actor's most controversial relationship was his two-year love affair with fashion student. Oh, he went to the junior college. So he left the gold digger. <laughs> she looking like a... What's up with his neck? All right, she looking like Nicole Simpson's lost sister. Uh, and then he went back to the junior college. He was like, I'm going to get me a plain Jane junior college girl. And it says right here, he was four, uh, she was 14, younger, 14 years younger than him. 14 years younger. So he got him a, a little girl. Let's see here. Oh, she was 19. He was 35. Yeah, he went to the junior college. He went to the junior college and he paid all her bills and she got her scholarship paid for. How long ago was this? She probably damn near 35 years old now. Yeah, he got had to get rid of her. So he went to the junior college. That wasn't enough. Who else did he go with? Um, Is this the same girl? Okay, this must be the same girl right here. This is the same girl. She was all in love and smitten. You know, he imprinted her, and she got her bills paid. She got her little student loan bill. For her. Look at her. She's like, thank you, daddy. She's like, thank you, daddy. Wait. Back by the man that was big as fuck. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. He said, get him, daddy. I lost my get him, daddy. Yes. Get him, daddy. I changed the buttons. Uh, there she is again, looking a little soggier. Yeah, she said... Get him, daddy. Get him, daddy. <laughs> yeah, he got a flat back. Okay, what else he's got? Lizzie Kaplan. He was with her for six years. Oh, man. All right. There's got to be a better picture. The Chandler being actor's longest relationship is Lizzie Kaplan of Mean Girl fame. She was in Mean Girl? I think she was. Okay. I'm not good with celebrities. The couple was so good at keeping their bond under wraps that their breakup only, only became public a year and a half later after they split. All right, so he was keeping her on the download. I wonder what happened there. Oh, he's got another one. Oh, that's Molly Hurwitz. He's back to this girl right here. Guys, this dude worth $80 million, and look at the chicks he's got. 
Look at the women he got, bro. It ain't like they, you know, top models or anything like that. He's struggling with basic women. For three years, Perry dated Molly Hurwitz, who made their relationship Instagram official in February 2020. That's the death nail. Never make your relationship social media official. It's going to break up. He proposed to her seven months later. Oh, there she is right there. She's somewhat, I mean. Now, y'all struggling out here on the dating marketplace. This, this girl's with a dude worth $80 million. Anyway, this dude cannot win. You can't win. You can't win. So there's Matthew Perry right there. The, the basic part of this story is, you know what? The one thing is making him lose in life. He was awarded money early in life for doing pretty much easy, easy work. All he had to do was read from a script and act. That's That sounds, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's nothing, but it's easy. He got it young, and now he's searching for true love because he has everything. He has everything, and you will get to that point too. You will start making money, and then you will have that void. That purple pill, that blue pill life will start to take over, and you will wonder if this is it. Is this his life? Let me explain something to you. Most people have lived and died. Most men have lived and died and got no sex. None. Zero. We're going to talk about that in a minute. They got none. Most men have never been loved in their lives. Their entire life for the entire existence of society. Many people that actually men had to succumb to being, uh, you know, on the front line in the war zones. Many men never have gotten married. Many men have never procreated. But we still fall for this Disney fairy tale fantasy that you deserve love. You deserve a companion. You deserve this because you were told this. Where? Where in the world did you find this information? <laughs> now, I'm not saying the, the girls were ugly, but in comparison to the many women you get, I mean, that's pretty tough if those women are getting 80, mil, 80 million dollar women. I mean, 80 million dollar men. Where did you get the idea that you're supposed to get love? I mean, you're supposed to get this romantic fairy tale of you getting a woman who loves you for you. When in fact, you can't hide the fact that you are worth 80 million dollars. Everybody knows who you are. I don't even watch Friends and I know you were on Friends. I haven't watched anything he's on. I know who he is. And you think you're going to get the fairy fantasy of love and you've worked yourself to be worth $80 million? Why? Where does this come from? I'm actually appalled at people who try to use that as an example when we see people out here struggling to find this love. Not only do they struggle to find it, they struggle to keep it. Even when you find it, you can't hold on to it. And there's too many examples of this. You're an example of yourself. You're an example yourself. I want to keep challenging you this. If you disagree with what I'm telling you about love and you think I'm cold or I'm bitter or hurt, I get it. I understand. Not any people can have this idea, right? Right. But look at your own paper. Look at your own life. Look at your own life. <laughs> you haven't, you've been striking out your entire life finding love. You haven't found it yet. I have people and content creators keep telling you you can do all this and you can do all that, and you still don't have it yourself. And even if you have it, it is temporary. It's fleeting. It's like 
the it's like sand through an hourglass. It's going to go for it's going to be at the top and it's going to go through the bottom. You're going to lose it. Now, I'm of the impression that when you find love, if you do, don't imagine that it's going to be here forever. Or there's a reason why a person loves you. And it ain't you. <laughs> okay, let's move on. There's a reason why a person love you and it's just not you. You have to have something else. And if you do have that something else, take advantage of it. But don't come under the assumption that whatever that advantage is you have, you're mad that that advantage is being used against you. You got the money, let it work. And then develop some sort of, but people want to say, but it, it just doesn't feel right. And I'm going to throw caution to the wind and I just want to let it ride. And how's that worked out for you? How is that worked out for you? Women are appalled right now. R women are going crazy. How dare you? Ladies. How has that worked out for you? I'm going to ask you again. How has it worked out for you? I want you to look at your life right now. Some people might be married. I know there's a couple married women in here. We're just going to tell you if you're married, um, I don't want your husband to come after me. I know you're looking at my smooth chocolate skin and you love seeing me no matter what I say, but get permission from. If you want to watch me, don't, don't have him coming after me. Ladies, how, look at your love life. Write it down right now. Get a piece of paper. I know you don't want to do this. It's like looking at your bank account online. You don't want to pull up the bank account. You just want to ride into the fact that your car get declined. All right. I'm going to wait till my car get declined. All right. That's going to be the indication of where I am financially. Oh, shit. But look at your damn love life right now. Look at your love life. Some of you guys are 30, 40, and 50 years old. You ain't had one successful love opportunity yet. You got zero. You have your O forever. O forever. You're owing forever. You ain't got one. Not It hasn't worked out one time. <laughs> what are you doing? Can't you figure it out? I actually had to do a deep dive of myself and look within myself and say, damn, I, I wonder why it's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked, I researched, I got examples, I looked and did my own calculation. And I said, shit, I was chasing something that doesn't exist. Or if it does exist, it's temporarily. It's a temporary thing. And I've come to the conclusion that I like it being temporary. I'll enjoy it while it lasts. And if it goes, it goes. There's no hurt. There's no pain. There's no scratching, no clawing, no kicking, no screaming, no crying. I actually pat him on a booty. I pat him on a booty and say, there's the door. We had a good time. Let's cherish the love. Cherish the love. I cherish it. I say, dude, we had a fantastic time. We went on a fantastic voyage. We did things. You got something out of it. It's not like you didn't get anything out of it. You got some things out of it. I treated you fair. I showed you good things. I did things for you and with you. You gave me some peace leave. It was good. We we were good. It, the love is gone. The thrill is gone. It's time for me to go elsewhere. Let's maintain this and not ruin it by you not getting what you want. <laughs> All right, let me stop. But it's going to come to an end. 
is going to end and Matthew Perry doesn't realize it. Let me do all the super chats and the contributions. He says, I missed the playoffs. Shout out to Jeremiah in the building. First time catching the blue ship. The blue chip mindset live. Keep up the good work. Let's hit Vimo up. Appreciate y'all. Jeremiah, he waited patiently for me to say that too. All right, shout out to Jeremiah. First time catching the blue chip mindset live. Keep up the good work. We live in the building. Shout out to Kalen says, what is your opinion? He says, in my opinion, the only bad decision Kanye made was marrying and having kids with Kim Kardashian. My opinion is that that's most men's worst decisions in your life. I mean, not all men, but most of your decisions, the worst decisions you ever made in your life has been associated with your mate selection. Most of you got, just write it down, write it on, write it down. Anytime you've been sued, anytime you got into a fight, <laughs> anytime you got into a fight, it probably was over abroad. Like, let's just say you was at a nightclub and you was full of testosterone and liquor. You probably got knocked out, not because some dude was looking at you strange. Some dude would try to cock block you, talk to your girl, right? You got knocked out for that. It was probably over a woman or it was time for you. You were trying to put your chest out because women were around. Slap boxing in the street. So you was trying to do all that to and try to impress a woman. You was broke. So you went to go rob the liquor store so you can take some woman or pay some woman or pay some child support or pay some. More than likely it's probably over some damn your relationship with the woman. It wasn't, or, unless you were just a thug or a gangster, right? I mean, and even then, most of you dudes join gangs so you can get access to good women. <laughs> oh, man. Most of y'all ninjas joined gangs, shot up people, had fights, initiations, got tattooed tears. Somebody says, we need a solution, coach. If you ain't found a solution yet. Most of y'all tried to be hard and sag y'all pants for women. That's the sad part about men. That's the sad part about men. Most of y'all got tattoos on your body just because women like them. Scab peeling skeezers like them. It ain't that hard to figure out. Most of your worst decisions you made is trying to get have somebody wrap you in a warm embrace. Hold up for a second. I don't even know where it is on my thing real quick. I put too many damn sound effects on here. I got to find it. I got to find it out. I can't even know where. I can't even find it. Where is it? Where's wrap you in? I don't have it. <laughs> Most of y'all got jail records because y'all was trying to pick girls up on Figueroa and you got popped at in a John Sting. Most of y'all finances are jacked up because of child support. Mate selection. Most of y'all can't travel. You can't join the passport, bros, because you got child support. Look at your lives. I'm trying to give you guys a mirror, and this is what I had to do. This is called self-reflection. Reflect on yourself and see where you effed up. Most of you men messed up purely on mate selection. You, dis you derailed your whole life over women. <laughs> Huh? And then when you find out and you look at your life and you go, okay, 
I guarantee you, if you do a different strategy and you can, okay, let me take women out of the equation and try to figure out life. Dude, your life will be like this. Hold on for a second. I got to find my sound effects. This is what your life will look like. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. No shit is going to pop up out of the blue. No arguments, no fights. It'll be peace and freaking cricket quiet where you at. You'd be like. I've had very few problems. The only problems I've had have been related to my past marriage, which has been over for 10 years. <laughs> it should be popping up like herpes. That's it. Should be popping up like herpes coming up like, God damn. This motherfucker still. That's the only problem I have in life. <laughs> You'd be surprised how easy life goes when you put women over here like this. Take them, compartmentalize them over there. You'd be like, okay, let me take them over here and put it there. Let me make them not my priority. You can build with a woman. No, 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 no. Okay. I've rolled the dice on that one. Yeah. Your life becomes super easy. Put their ass right over there. Find them, have fun with them. It's like renting a bicycle. You'd be renting a bicycle and you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be right like this. <laughs> Boy, this is fun. Crash the bike. You ruin the chain. All of that shit. You take it back to the place. Here you go. You fix it. It's like renting a car. You gunning it. You gunning that six cylinder. You take it back. They got to change the tire. They got to change the oil on that. Change the oil. Change the tire. I'm going to rent a new one. Gunning it. Six cylinder. You don't care where you park it. You don't care where to. Yo. I think men, that's your biggest struggle. You're trying to find solutions in women. And unfortunately, they're not a solution. They're always going to be a problem. And I'm not saying they're going to be a bad problem. They're always just going to be a problem, meaning they don't bring solutions with them. They bring more questions. They also bring debt. Everything you create with them will be a debt. Everything. Even to the point where you want to mentor them or you want to train them up to be whatever true value you believe she's going to be long-term, which is not going to be long-term, it's going to be short-term, but that's neither here nor there. Most of these people that say these are long-term solutions, they're only short-term solutions. But even when you're a mentor to a woman, she's indebted into you and you have to impute, you have to put in time to create her to be where she needs to be. You need to train her up. That's a debt. That's a debt that you're going to experience. That's a debt. Now, that's the truth. That's this. That's not true. I mean, that's not that's not false. They're also a financial debt. If you procreate with them, that's a debt. They don't bring answers. They create more questions. Matthew Perry's looking for a woman financially set that can bring answers to him, but he also wants true love. Love brings questions, not answers. Love doesn't bring solutions. It actually complicates life. And then you have you're beholden to an individual who has their own mind and their own body and their own spirit. They also bring the debt of um, their previous history. 
That's a debt. Whatever her previous history was, listen to me. This is the blue chip mindset. Her previous history is a debt to you. You have to overcome what she's had to overcome. Now you merge together and you try to make something of it. That's a debt. Do you want to have a person with significant baggage? If she has other children by other men, that is a debt. That's never going to be net positive for you. That's going to be net negative unless you're coaching Zion Williamson or Kevin Durant. It's going to be a debt. Not only that, the unpredictability of this individual who is very unpredictable by nature. That's a debt. One day you're feeling good. She's feeling down in the dumps. That's going to be a Debbie Downer to you. And vice versa. Vice versa. You're feeling down and she's high and she's like, I'm feeling good. That's a debt. Many of it is not even a return in investment. You invest this financially, meat, money, energy, attention, and time. You transact this all the time. People keep being in denial to this one. You're assuming it's coming back. People with hopium and say it's going to come back to you. It's not. <laughs> what comes back to you is access to her. That's what you just traded. There's the rare occasion you're energized by a woman's appearance and, and, and her and there's a rare occasion. But you put you put out a lot of energy to make this work. Most of that energy is not returned. You then get access to her. That's the return. Most of the attention you give out does not come back. She only gives you attention thus uh, as an exchange of the attention you're giving her. The minute you stop giving her attention, I swear to God, she's gone. <laughs> gone. You don't hit, you don't talk to me no more. You leave me on red. You never call me. You never reach out. So guess what? <laughs> you never spend time with me anymore. You never pay attention. You never expend energy. You don't spend money on me. Guys, this is all a debt you're paying to her. In return, the money never comes back. <laughs> Let me stop. It don't come back. The money don't that you put out does not come back. More likely than not. People are going to use the exception to the rule. Exception proves the rule. I had this one woman, and she made me a millionaire. Count how many men have been in that situation. Count how many men that probably are going to be in that situation. Not many. Trust me, you can hope. I don't sell hope over here. There's people that will sell you hope all day long. I sell you reality. I'm one of the realest people out here. I'm not selling you bullshit. That money you put in ain't coming back. All right? You're not getting a return on in your investment 99% of the time. With that being said, is there a positive life out here that you can live? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, let me do this. Hell yeah. Life is great. <laughs> life is grand. Shout out to Joseph. He says, hey, coach, just passed by the men's legal center. Family divorce lawyers over here. Um... In San Diego, California, not sure if you're familiar with them, 
Do you think this is something we can get behind and support? It's a men's legal center. Interesting. I don't know anything about it. There are attorneys that do cater to men. There's a female attorney in Nevada that tries to fight on men's behalf. I'm going to get to the cash app in the super chat. But um, I don't know, man. It's kind of like, you know, again, it's kind of like saying, okay, Red Bill is going to help. But it's not going to help people finance. Like, it's not going to help the financial uh, content creators financially because they are better off serving women or serving that side of the argument. It's not serving women. So let's see how long they last. But we'll do our research. Thanks for bringing them up. Jorge Zapata, Morning Coffee, CGA. Get those passports ready, gents, and enjoy traveling. You don't have XXs nagging about where to go and what to do. If your money, it's your money. Enjoy it. Thanks for the Blue Chip Mindset Program, CGA, helping men live a better lifestyle. I find it crazy that many men try to, they can't figure out. So what do I do, coach? You mean how to live your life? Not living for the validation of women. That It's that hard. It's that hard for men. By the way, the black community deserves the passport, passport bros. Shout out to the passport bros. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of a, a big up. And the reason why the passport bros exists, by the way, if you read my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, I've been telling you get your passport since 2018. The reason why it exists is because the dismal marriage statistics in the black community. The dismal, uh, the dismal respect towards black men in the community, right? Meaning this, I'm going to, I don't need no man. I'm strong and independent. This divorcing dudes, this taking dudes to child support is a direct effect of dudes finally getting on their feet financially. They're not getting divorced. They're not getting on child support so they can travel. <laughs> and now guess what? Now, guess what? Now that they're not handcuffed by the typical things that handcuff brothers, meaning jail, child support, divorce, now these brothers can travel. Now they want these dudes to come back. Hey, come back. People think that just passport bros just popped out of nowhere. No, it's popped up for the lack of marriages in the community, the lack of families, the lack of family structures. It's a direct correlation. Now that they got their own money and they got passport, their child support free, they could travel. First time in the history of black males. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let them go. Shout out to Gone With John. He says, get them. Shout out to T-Mon. Appreciate you. Shout out to your channel and your growth over there. Mr. Nestegg, he says, yay, protecting his meat. Indeed. DGC more. Kanye is a polymath, artist, producer, and a designer. And... His, his worst mistake was marrying that Kardashian. But he's also, um, if you think of people like Mozart and Beethoven and all of these type of people, these are who these people were. Probably William Shakespeare. Okay, these people were not normal people. I mean, in the, in the idea that they were normal normies like me and you that look for little fairy tales and can focus on multiple things. You're severely going to be an average individual when you do that, right? These people are on some other shit. Like they're thinking they're, they look through the world through a different lens. Not only that, they're very intentional and focused. They can't just be out here like this. You're out here. You go to your job. You get your little coffee. You go gossip. You do three hours of work. You get paid nine hours for it. You come home. You watch Netflix. You swipe your dating app. You have hope. These people just focused on what the hell they are doing. 
So if you ever were to meet a person like a Mozart, a Marcus Garvey, um, <laughs> if you were ever to ever uh, able to a uh, Malcolm X, if you are able to meet a Beethoven, a William Shakespeare, people who really accomplish things in life and leave a long term legacy, not like you ham and eggers, you normies. All right. These people are like Kanye. These people are super duper focused on their Elon Muskie. Very weird, very socially awkward. If you would say they're on the spectrum, they're hard to understand. They can't really put thoughts together. They're in their own head and they're focused on making an impact in the world. And it's not even that. They're just focused. Normies cannot understand people like that. I'm kind of like that. I'm not all the way like that. I'm not on the spectrum like that. I'm a little crazy, though. But they just focus on what the hell they are doing. What about love? He like, man, man, look, man, I ain't got no time for that shit. These dudes are awkward and they're revealing it. Kanye is what Beethoven was. Kanye is what Mozart was. Kanye was what Malcolm X was. Malcolm X trying to give his best speech. His wife, spend some time with me, Malcolm. He like, man, would you get away from me? <laughs> I'm trying to tell these black folks about the liberals. I don't have no time for that. These dudes are super like that, man. And, and some people are born like that. Some people are not. Some people make themselves to be that. And you're the awkward person in society. And at the end of the day, you're the one that makes the bigger impact on society. You're the one that contributes the most. These normies waiting for some love to rain down on their head. I'm going to make my love come down. Ooh, you make my love come down. Dude, dude, you on your Vince McMahon. You like, I ain't got no time for that. And then when you clap cheeks, you can dis, you can compartmentalize clapping cheeks in love. You like this for me to get a nut and I'm going back to work. Most people can't do it. Y'all want to cuddle up, cuddle up with me, hang out. Let me tell you what you do. What are you thinking about? Some people don't got no time for that shit. I don't got no time. <laughs> All I wanted was to just get this nut. Are you good? I'm good. It was good for you. Thank you. I got to go back to work. <laughs> I, not everybody's like that I'm certainly not like that and it doesn't make you wrong for being like that it, you're not wrong for being that that you're just intentionally focused I don't want I don't find value in laying around for five hours I also don't find value in laying around for an entire weekend I also don't find value doesn't mean you're a, a wrong doesn't mean you're a failure doesn't mean you're bitter. Doesn't mean you're hurt. I find value in other things. And I actually like to focus on that. Sure, I'm a human being. I like affection. I like, um, I like um, intimacy. And I like sex. I like all of that. But it's a low priority for me. Low. Like, I'm not going to revolve my whole life over it. No. <laughs> All right. I don't think transacting five hours for this activity is worth it. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not giving up my whole weekend for this shit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, not everybody can deal with that. I'm not giving my whole weekend. I'm not having people move into my crib. I'm not. No. All right. Shout out to little world more. He says, and the big women are trying to catch men too. Yes, they are. Shout out to them. They got to shout out to half space. We'll travel, but coach, she thick hashtag no marriage for life. You know, the perfect companion would be somebody who's like, all right, 
you're the king. Obviously, I am. Tell me what to do, and she catch on quick. She can actually then predict my next move, right? And that's just not going to be it. No normie women can pull this shit off. They normally try to kick me off my track. What she needs to do is predict my next move. If she was here, she'd be putting water right here. It's the two-hour mark of the live stream. He's been going nonstop. Most of you normies couldn't even do this. I'm going three hours daily, then coming back, grifting. She would be going, he probably needs water. He probably needs to take a piss. Maybe I'll make a commercial. You know what you should do? You should have a two-minute commercial in between hour number two and three. I'll make a commercial for you, predict, and I'll bring you a glass of water. He's at the two-hour mark. She brings a towel like this right in my commercial. She towels me down because she knows that's where the money's coming from. Now, a woman that's going to be like, well, I want my job. I want to feel important. You become of, of less importance to me. Doesn't mean you're not an important person, but you're a no benefit to me. None. Zero. Zero. You have zero benefit to me. I know you have your job and your career. It's fantastic. Look, do whatever you want right here. So I could focus on my career. But you got of zero benefit to me. Now, it's nice that you have your own money, but you also probably have your own debt and all of these things. I know this as, a, as an equation. Also, if you are a lame duck or a lame horse and you're struggling in life, you're of zero benefit to me at this point in my life. Meaning, oh, I'm struggling. I need a little help. I need a little lessons and guidance and mentorship. I don't have time. <laughs> Here's the plan. The plan is CGA. Everything I do, you hit your wagon to this star. If you want me to take time out of my life to try to get your life in order, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that up. I don't have time for that shit, nor do I have the interest. Best of luck. It's simple, but not everybody wants that shit. You want to take on love, but you also want to take on somebody who's in a usury position. The person I just, the person I just asked for, there's not that many. This is why I can reject 90% of women right off the rip. You can't do it because you're horny. When I get horny, I just do this. I do this. I got money. Or I let a slow Tuesday come over or I let somebody that knows what it is. You know what this is, right? Come on over. Okay, we're done. You can grab a snack in the refrigerator. I'll be in my office. You can stand down there if you want. Do not be up here asking me when I'm done. <laughs> Don't ask me when I'm done and what we're doing afterwards. I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about what we're doing afterwards. And I'm not going to. I'm thinking about this. What you should be doing down there, I should be smelling eggs and bacon cooking. I should be smelling egg and bacon cooking. You should be in and out of my garage filling up my refrigerator. That's what you should be doing. You should go in my refrigerator. After the show, do not ask me why my refrigerator is empty. What you should be doing is going, his refrigerator is empty. Let me, take a Let me take his credit card and go fill up his refrigerator. Or you take your credit card and fill up my refrigerator. Don't ask me why the glasses are in this cabinet. Just move the glasses. I don't give a damn where they are. 
And I don't know what we're doing after this. I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. I don't know what we're doing next week. <laughs> and when I'm done, you'd be like, I'm be in the bed naked. Let me get that. And then let me go downstairs and get them eggs and bacon and chorizos and breakfast burritos. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and I'm not even looking for that. And I'm not even looking for that. If she pops up in my life, there she is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where's she at? Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, let me stop. People are like, damn, this dude, great. But that's what I want. And then after I'm done, there's something called decompressing. There's something called decompressing. I need it to be quiet for an extended amount of time, right? I need quiet. People think that I go on talking the rest of the day. The rest of the day I'm done with this, I'd be like, I'm quiet. I don't want anybody to interrupt me, interrupt my thoughts. I don't want to hear about no Instagram posts. I don't want to hear about none of that bullshit. I don't want to hear about Bad Girls Club. I don't want to hear about your friends, your family, your mother getting evicted. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. If that's what's going on in your life, you handle that. You keep that separate from me. It's not my problem. I don't even want to hear from my own family <laughs> with that bullshit. I don't want to hear from them. I'm going to decompress right now. And people who are in marriages, men can't decompress. This is why you get frustrated. Because the minute you decompress and you want to just, you worked all day, and women are trying to compete. We, we work all day too. That's your fault. Find you a man where you don't have to work all day and decompress. <laughs> you could be at home decompressing while he's working. That's your fault. Y'all made that, y'all made that up with feminism. I'm not, I don't. I don't care about you needing to decompress. You had it easy and you took the hard route. However, I, on the other hand, men who are married, they want to chill. They come home from work. They want to just put their hands in their pants. You know what she's going to say? Well, what are you doing right now? I'm doing nothing. Well, since you're doing nothing, looks like I'm going to give you something to do. See, ladies, that's where you messed up. See, nothing doesn't mean he has nothing to do. It means he's doing nothing. Understand this. When a person says he's doing nothing, it doesn't mean he's searching for something to do or she's searching to do something to do. It means they want to do nothing. Not only that, it means they need to do nothing. They need to recharge. They need to decompress. They need to have a mental disorder. I mean, mental, mental, mental order. They need to somewhat get back and recharge from all of the bullshit that they've been dealing with. That's what nothing means. Doesn't mean I'm looking for something to do or I need to do something for you. If someone doesn't understand that, they're the wrong person. They're going to get kicked out really quickly. You're going to get kicked the hell out of this house. If you ruin and walk all over my decompressing, if you walk all over my meditation, this is how I meditate. I relax. <laughs> but people don't know it. People actually, um, people actually ruin this 
And this is why your marriages don't work out, ladies, because you don't let your man decompress. You don't let him sit there and do nothing. Sometimes nothing is playing video games. He only can pay, play an hour a day, maybe two hours a week. That's what he's choosing to do. Doesn't mean because he's doing that, there's something better that he can be doing for you. But because you see him doing that, you ruin it. You see him taking a nap, you start stomping around the house and slamming doors and cabinet doors. This is why you fail at marriages. This is why you ruin your marriages. Men can't even speak out about it, but women do that microaggressions all the time. Microaggressions. The man wants to relax. You won't let him relax. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you want to talk to him. I see you relaxing. You look quite comfortable and pe at peace. Let me ruin it. Let me ruin it. What are you doing? Where do you see yourself going? Are you depressed? You have anxiety? Are you stressed? Would you shut up? <laughs> Stop bothering me. <laughs> he says I bother him. He doesn't spend time with me. <laughs> Guys, this is the normal relationship. Don't listen to a person say, well, he's just describing him. No, I'm not. I'm not just describing me. I'm describing most relationships. Now, you're describing the hopeful situation that a man can find a woman that won't do any of the things that I just talked about. Not only are you describing what you can sell to men to find a woman that won't do any of these things, you're also going to tell them that she can do this over a long period of time. No. You're going to have to find a deaf mute. <laughs> All right. Stop. It is what it is. Derek Choice, coach, I'm trying to become an engineer doctor so I can get myself a Zoe. Yeah, Zoe comes with mental cases, man. Zoe's, you know, because they are attractive. They think you're supposed to cater to them. Forest India says, thanks for all your wisdom, coach. Note to the coach gang about deficiencies and leverage. Macron, Zelensky, and Rishi, are, they're, they're all five foot six. It didn't stop them. Yeah, shout out to the, the short kings. Uh, most people don't know. Again, I actually try to uh, tell people, why can't I get this person off my? Most people don't know. They create short kings. They, they create Napoleon complex guys. Those people eventually become lawyers and politicians, ruthless, authoritative, dictate, authoritative, authoritative dictators, and they pay y'all ass back. Y'all better leave short kings alone. Y'all better leave their ass alone. They eventually going to find a way to pay your ass back. Trust me. They become rappers. Tupac. They start shooting up the place. I know somebody says Tupac. Tupac's 5'9". In Timberland boots. <laughs> okay. Y'all better leave them short dudes alone. And God, by the way, there's more short dudes than there are all big dudes. So it is what it is. Um, You know, it is what it is. Y'all better stop, man. All these men, all these men were under five, under six feet. Most of them under 5'10. Most of them under 5'10. All of them. Mussolini, all of them. Adolf, all of them. Saddam, all of them. <laughs> they was like, we gonna pay you back. Napoleon. The only ones that tend to be bigger, the only leaders in the world that tend to be bigger are American presidents. 
that one you have to be tall. Not many American presidents have been short, especially in modern times. That's a blue chip mindset thing here. And most CEOs are tall. uh, Being tall is a representative of, it's a wealth status. It also is associated with wealth status. So most CEOs, despite the fact there's only 13% of men over 6'2", all right, but there's 60% of CEOs in America that are over 6'2". It's a weird dynamic. It's a weird thing, but we look at height in our country, which is not a problem. I don't have any problem with it, but we look at height as a power. It's a power tool. It's a financial status. You're more likely to assume the person is successful because they're taller and more people are probably going to listen to them because we value height in our society. We're a first world country where we can value that. All right. Shout out to V mad. He says, speaking, he says, keep speaking the truth. Coach God is with us and you. Yes, he is. Yes. And that's you. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Oh, we got another story here. Oh, shoot. Well, look, that was basically this right here. You'll regret not taking advantage of the collapse, guys. I just try to keep this short. We were talking about it financially. We know where we are. If you know, if you know what's going on in the world right now, economically, it is time to take advantage of what's presented right now. The Fed, and I'm not giving financial advice. We're doing this for purely entertainment purposes only. The Fed is set to raise rates again. Next week, after the November 1st and 2nd meeting, and they're going to raise it 0.75 right there, uh, points, and they're going to debate the size of future hikes where they're saying they're also going to raise rates again in December. What does this mean? We're probably going to have a difficult time. We're probably going to be officially headed into a recession. I know people are denying it. We're in one now, two consecutive quarters of a negative gross uh, domestic product or GDP. Put you in a recession. We're in one. We're also going to experience some tough times. I don't know how tough, but it's time to tighten your belt. It's time to actually develop a plan. So we've known this to be coming. This is going to come, and this isn't just happen overnight. This is a result of us making significant bad decisions over time. It's also a result of um, them stopping business for two years because somebody was going to catch a cold. All right. We stopped all of the smaller businesses, and we allowed people to have a philosophy of what they call the Great Reset and redirect us in a different Direction from the industrial revolution uh, based economy into now we're in a digital based economy. We're going to have a digital currency. Uh, This is where we're going. And it takes a lot to turn things around. We might be in this situation, Coach Adamas, for another two years. And this is just my opinion. This is going to be a two year dig out process. Pause. This is going to be a two year hardcore um, uh, the idea of flossing jewelry, getting jiggy, um, pouring Cristal, you know, buying luxury cars by for the most people that's going to be gone. And a lot of people are going to be in trouble, right? They're going to be in trouble because they didn't do the things they needed to do to prepare for this. Despite the fact that I saw it coming. A lot of us have been reporting on this. This also has to do with People aren't in families that much anymore. And they're struggling because two households have to be supported with uh, basically probably one and a half incomes, not even two full incomes. You have two people that are in divided homes and they're also having to work two jobs and they're also having to raise kids. This is going to be a tough time because we're not in the spirit of togetherness. We're in the spirit of division. I wish we were in the spirit of togetherness, but we're not. 
And this is going to cause the dig out to be that much more difficult. Let me play this video right here. Uh, do we want to play this video? Let me close the tab. Let me close the tab. No, no, there's no video on this one related to this one. But um, a lot of people are just, I mean, we, we always play the women that are saying, oh, you know, I need to sell a little box. You see something here. There is a video, but I'll pull it up later. But um, they're, they're resulting to OnlyFans. They're resulting to selling themselves. Many women are resulting to trying to go to strip clubs. Remember, I played that video. The woman, she was mad that she didn't get uh, her audition failed because the, the guy at the strip club said she was fat. <laughs> they're looking at that as side income. It's sad. Men, on the other hand, um, we don't have that opportunity to do that, but we do have an opportunity to take advantage of the situation, meaning we need to buy these dips. Everything's on sale from Facebook, Tesla, um, you know, the metaverse is happening. I'm trying to think of a lot of stocks are on sale, which means in five years, 10 years in long range, you have the opportunity to dig yourself out of a hole where everybody's going to miss. That's what I want you to take advantage of. You'll regret it. Even cryptocurrency, to an extent, people think those are whatever they are. Cryptocurrency right now is on an extreme discount. If there was ever a time where you wanted to jump in last year when Bitcoin was 61000 and you were like, I, need, I can't jump in now. Well, there's an opportunity for, the, for you to do that if you have the income. Not only that, it's an opportunity for you now to prepare yourself for the fire sales that the real estate market could potentially turn into and then get yourself in a position to be in the Airbnb business. It's not time to do it yet, but you can stack the resources by working a little bit extra or following your passion or investing time instead of in these fraudulent relationships that are going to end investing again in something that actually can return in your investment. Meaning you get into a relationship now and this time is the worst time. The only person who's going to be saved is her. You, on the other hand, are going to lose out on that financially. This is not the time for that. It's not the time to double down on love and relationships and start thinking about having a family. I think it's the worst time to think about that, but it is the time for you to get out of this hole. We're turning from doom and gloom to now let's take advantage of what we have right now, the destructive nature of human beings. You guys have destroyed a good thing, and we, we were due for this. We were due for this economic collapse of epic proportions. I predicted this in November of 2019. Also predicted COVID. If you don't believe me, go look it up. But the fact that we've been destroying relationships, destroying households and all of this stuff, it doesn't help. But now's the, not the time to go full Hafiz and try to save the community or save marriage and save relationships. It's not time to double down for that. We can do that later. Right now, you got to say it's either sink or swim for you personally. Sink or swim. It is time for you to try to figure out how you can get ahead. Because there's going to be more millionaires. Perhaps, do you have an idea to be um, uh, um, uh, to be involved in an industry? Invest in a business? Do you have $5,000 to buy maybe two or three ATMs and put them in a new development? Then get the residuals from that. Do you have time to create a passive income revenue stream? This is what you should be thinking. Love can wait. There's a guy worth $80 million. Matthew Perry, he can't find love. Shit, love can wait. Will this ever recover? I don't know. I have no idea. I know we've recovered from times like this before, but I think we're in a different time. But this is the time to take advantage of it and look for opportunities now. I told you this in 2018 that this was coming. Get involved now before it's too late. 
the reality is, and I want you to be a part of this, there's going to be more millionaires created from this recession than there ever were that exist today. There's going to be more millionaires. There's going to be more billionaires. The haves will continue to go forward, and they're not giving you any money, mm. nor will they care. We're going global. We're going global. New, 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 new world order. There's discount fire sales on high-level blue-chip stocks right now. They're at the lowest they've been, and guess what? Nobody's talking about it. Not only is nobody talking about it, nobody listens to me when I talk about it, and I'm not giving you financial advice, but some of the best blue-chip companies that have long-term reputations, they're actually on sale right now. But you're talking about love. <laughs> you're talking about love. Somebody just brought this up. Somebody just brought this up. This is a good point. Remember when $100,000 used to mean something? Because we heard this. We heard this all through 2020. I don't know if Kevin Samuels was the one. Women were talking about this six-figure thing. Remember when $100,000 used to be a lot of money? In five years, it's not. Not with this inflation. If you make $100,000, now I know we're going to get into this argument. I make $100,000 and I live like a king in Midland, Texas. Okay, yes. In Odessa, you're one of the 4% of people that makes $100,000 in Odessa and you guys work, you guys got oil rigs. You're going to be good. But $100,000 a year in a major metropolitan area that we call metropolis <laughs> in five to ten years it will be not that much money you heard it here first it's not going to be that much money there's going to be make, people make two hundred thousand at some particular point is then going to be the number you're going to need 200k <laughs> you're going to need 200k just look at where we are now when rental prices and property prices and whatnot you're going to need 200000 That's going to be base level. And if you're nowhere near that, if you're still in the $45,000 a year range, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. I'm not trying to say you're a bad person. But if your income doesn't increase over time to match the level of inflation, the set prices in the new price economy for things, right? When inflation hits, they set the new price. The price rarely comes down when the inflation goes away. The Fed is trying to fight, fight the inflation, but the prices then are the new price. That's the new price. If chicken is worth 23 bucks, you be, it's not going back down to six. <laughs> okay. It was six when the inflation hit. Now it's 23. It might go back down to 20. But that's the new price. Okay. Now, if your wages don't increase over that time, you're now got poorer each year. You've lost money. You didn't get richer. Even if you got a temporary increase, you increased by 5% over a period of time where inflation kicked in and it was 8%, 8.2% over two or three years. And they finally fought it down for an additional two years and got it back down to the 2% it was before it kicked up to 8 when Biden got into office. You're broke. You're now broke. You are now not making 50. That's going to be what twenty five, thirty thousand dollars was five years ago. 
If you're fine on that and you can live on that, fantastic. What I'm going to tell you is most people will not be able to achieve what they want at that rate of growth, which means you need to be doing this now. You need to be doing this now, getting yourself geared up to reach what will be the new normal, what will be the new standard of living. They're telling men, I'm sorry, they're actually articles getting you used to that if you have pets to feed them bugs. I'm not going to get into what they're talking about feeding humans in the in the in the uh in the future. But they're getting you used to potentially saying if you cannot afford pet food, there's going to be a bag of bugs that you can feed your dog. I want you to think about this. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. going to want to do that, but some people are going to have to do it. There's going to be a premium, and I've been calling this for years. There's going to be a premium on beef, cattle, real authentic 100% beef. Not the meat substitute that you're used to eating, and they're also pushing these meat substitutes as well. And many people might be saying, well, you don't need to eat meat. That's neither here nor there. But if you like steak, maybe in 10 years you don't have access to that steak. But rich people will have access to that steak. You won't, or it will be $200. Many people are going to say, <laughs> I'm going to be finna to eat, but many people are going to think that $200 for a steak is unrealistic. People are paying $70, $80 for steak right now. Are you? Now, you might not be paying, you're paying for your, you know, you ain't pay, you paying at the grocery store, right? But I'm talking about you go out for dinner. You go out for dinner, you definitely paying $75, $80 for steak for somebody else to prepare it. Now, you might say, well, I just won't eat out. Yeah, you won't afford to eat out. You can't afford it. <laughs> you ain't going to be able to afford it, right? You can't afford it now. You're like, I ain't paying $75 for no steak and mashed potatoes. Why? Because you can't afford it. And in the next couple of years, that's what's going to be the case. The price of things will go up, even in a bad economy. They're not going to go down for you can, uh, so you can afford it. They're going to go up, which means your mindset is, I need to increase my income by four, five, ten times what, the, what I have now. If I make 40, I need to be finding a way to get that up to five times. How do I do that? I got to apply the principles of how people dominate in a recession. They dominate by doing practical steps that prepare them for when the economy does adjust, the inflation does get moved back down to their goal of getting it down to 3 to 2%. Then when, once it comes down to that, the stock market or the market start to benefit or your collectibles start to go up in value. People are willing to, they'll have a disposable or discretionary income. You start winning. But you ain't going to win overnight. This isn't the economy to do it overnight. The wins are going to be the people who actually come out of this economy with wins. They're going to be considered the new wealth class. I want that to be you. I want it to be you. The people who don't invest in this particular recovery, you're going to be set back significantly. All right. So no buying new cars. No buying new houses right now. I don't think anybody, whoever's buying houses and cars right now, where, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, come on. That was maybe 2021, 2020. What are you doing right now? You buying jewelries and chains right now? 
What? I mean, come on, man. You're putting it's not the time for that. And I think also, and I was in that point, in this point, I think also you're going to make yourself a target. I consider this now because I have a, a Porsche. Okay. Um, I used to live in a high end area where the Porsche didn't stick out. Now I don't, it sticks out a little bit more than it needs to. I consider that when I take it out. I consider that there are people struggling out here. There are people holding up signs. They're getting evicted. That makes you a target. That doesn't make people go, I'm happy you doing good. I'm struggling. It doesn't make people do that. It doesn't make them feel good. You got gold chains on and you're going into places where people are struggling. The employees are struggling. They don't want to make you, they're not celebrating you for flossing. I think this era of flossing, you're going to see people do it less and less. Even on Instagram, you're going to see less and less people bragging about their lifestyle. Even if they have it, you're going to see less and less. It'll come back. But people are going to be like, I don't want to put myself out there like that. People are, yeah, keep a low profile. You need to be buying bullets, not gold chains. Brothers, listen to me. You need to be buying bullets, not gold chains. You need to be buying gold. Gold is at a discount. Gold is at a significant discount. A year ago, I was buying gold. It was at $1,850. That's, that's $1,800. $1,850 to $2,000 about a year ago. Gold is down to $1,600 roughly. And it was lower than that. It just started making a comeback last week. This is tangible gold that you can buy. So it's on discount again. Those things are on discount. In three to five years, that shit is going to be back where it was in 2019. And you're going to go, I missed it. $18.50. It's at $1,600 right now. It means it's dropped 20 to 20% roughly. Okay, since I was buying it a, a year and a half ago, now I'm looking at it. The value of the gold that I bought a year ago has already lost value. Which means that we're having discounts in the market. Love, women, I tell you, it can wait. It can wait. This isn't the time for the bullshit. Um, and it's also reflected in the whole PUA pickup. Nobody wants to do pickup right now. <laughs> I mean, nobody sees that as valuable. This isn't the time for that. Yes, it will come back. But being able to pick up women in a time where women are completely desperate, not all of them, but many of them are. They're desperate. They're finessing you. They're robbing you. They're robbing men. Not all of them. There are women robbing men, enticing them at bars on cold approaches. Yes, on cold approaches, giving you the scenario of a lifetime. I'm a super duper nympho. Take me home now and take my friend with you. You get drugged. You don't got to go to Brazil to, in Colombia to get drugged. You get drugged right here in Miami. You getting drugged right here in Detroit. Remember I showed you that brother coming out that Detroit nightclub with two women. They got his ass too. The scenario of a lifetime where these people present themselves in a desperate scene. I want love and I want romance. I want to be a wife, a traditional wife. I want these are just pipe dreams. They're pipe dreams. They're only doing it because they're desperate. And I've been warning you and warning you and warning you. Keep a long memory. Know why people are switching their gears. Oh, man, I'm tired of working and I'm tired of being a career woman. Of course you are. Because your job ain't cutting it financially. 
Yeah, now you want to find and get up under a man. Yeah. It it makes complete sense. Oh, I, I'm tired of these feminists. Kevin Samuels was right. Of course he was right. He'd been right the entire time. He'd been right. But now the economy's kicking your ass, and you want to go out there and find you a good man and get in your soft girl error, and you want to go out there and find a good... Please. Have a long memory. Let me get to these super chats. This is the this is the era of the finesse. This isn't the era of true love. This is the finesse era right here. You heard it here first. This is the era of finesse. Anything anybody's telling you right now is damn near probably going to be a finesse. <laughs> Doom and gloom. So how do you protect yourself? What's the solution? If you haven't found the solution here, if you still don't got it, I don't know what's clean out your ears. Most of us have never seen what we're going to see here. Um, if you're probably under the age of 30, you weren't around in 2007 and eight, at least as not as an adult, you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. I was around as an adult in 2007, 2008. I was fortunate enough to have a good job with good benefits, and I was supporting my family very well while people were struggling bad. Badly. It was horrible. It was bad for a lot of people. People got foreclosed on. People lost their net worth. Um, people lost their properties. People were getting evicted. People couldn't afford gas. Gas prices were going up, spiking. Okay. And um, people were getting divorced. Divorce went up. So another indicator, divorces are going to go up during this hard economy. The divorce rate is going to go back up. That's what happens during the tough economies. That's what happens during wars. Uh, God forbid if there's a war. If there's a war, people are going to get divorced like crazy. Or a bad economy. Yeah. So that's going to happen. That's just a natural reaction to the economy. But with that being said, there's plenty of opportunities. Yeah, CEOs were deleting themselves. Men were deleting themselves. Yeah, remember that? Dudes were jumping out of planes. <laughs> But I don't want that for people, and I don't want that for anybody here. I don't want to be doom and gloom. I'm just giving you a, a perspective of what to expect. And if you think I'm wrong, there's got to be one person that thinks I'm absolutely wrong in this evaluating what's coming up economically. I know you're there. I know you're there. I know you're here telling me I'm actually, I got this wrong. I don't know why you've been watching me for three or four years. I've been on the I've been nail on the head the entire time. I haven't gotten many things wrong. But if you think I'm wrong, I would love for you to share this video, do a reaction to what we're telling you, what I'm telling you, and put your perspective out there and we'll see. I've been spot on. I was spot on about COVID. Look, in New York, they're giving people their jobs back plus back pay. I was right the entire time. I was right the entire time, and y'all was wishing death on me. You're going to get it and die. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. And I know people are overreacting. And sure enough, now you're finding out. <laughs> but that is what it is. It takes, it takes a person that's brave enough to say it in real time to say it. Go back to my videos in 2020. I got banned off Instagram for telling you. I was like, this is over... They're going to owe all of these people back. I said, they're going to have to pay them back. 
They firing them for no reason. Sure enough, here we are. Most of y'all still alive. None of y'all died. Wait, none of y'all died. I was right on it, and I was right on it before it came. Anyway. And, of course, uh, there's a sperm shortage. Yep. Didn't I tell you? I said there was going to be a sperm shortage, and I said the value of pure blood sperm is going to go up, skyrocket. So if there's a sperm shortage, then people are going to get picky. Well, did this one have the poke? This one didn't. I said the value of pure blood sperm is going to skyrocket. I said that right at the beginning. And here we are, sperm shortage for black men. Oh, man, it's crazy. I don't know, guys. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I know I paint a gloomy picture, but I paint a picture of op- this is optimism for me because I look at what people are doing and I go, I'm going to do the direct opposite. And every time I end up being right. <laughs> I end up being right. I'm being on the right side of the argument because I'm always thinking rationally or some sort of logic or this doesn't make sense. i never get scared and panic. We used to tell players, do not panic pass, okay? People will get pressed. The trap will be coming. They see the trap coming, and they panic pass. They pass. When they pass to someone, they're passing blindly. Most of the time when they pass blindly, it's going to be a turnover. Is it a turnover every time? No. It's not a turnover every time. But most of the time, it's a turnover. Or most of the time, the pass doesn't lead to a good thing, meaning they pass it to me, but they pass it me to a trap. Okay, or they pass to me at the half court line or they pass to me where my next pass is going to be difficult. It's all compound. Everything is a chain reaction. Many of you live your life panic passing. Turning the ball over and then every now and then you'll get lucky and they'll go, look. <laughs> See, that panic pass didn't return in the turnover, but I say, but the next pass is going to be a turnover. Stop, pat, stop panic passing in life. Not letting people scare you, including me. I'm telling you what the solution is, right? Anyway, yeah, quarterbacks panic pass all the time. They go stop off one foot, cross field, 35 yards. It's either going to get deflected or intercepted. And when it gets intercepted, it's going to turn into a touchdown. Do you guys know shooting three-pointers is a risk for a layup on the other side? If you, have a t- if you have a team and you shoot three-pointers, the risk that you're giving up is a layup on the other side, a two-on-one or a three-on-two. So if you have players that say, they, I'm going to be the next Steph Curry and I'm going to start shooting three-pointers, but they're not good percentage-wise. It doesn't make sense mathematically. And they miss a lot of threes. Well, guess what? It's going to be a long rebound. Most three-pointers end up in a long rebound, which if the defense gets it and they convert it, they're going to be on a fast break. Okay. <laughs> Then you're going to wonder why your defense is trash. Y'all keep shooting three-pointers. That's why. It's going to turn into a layup drill on the other side. You better make a whole bunch of threes. But if you're missing a whole bunch of threes, it's going to be a three-on-two drill. (laughs) Sit your ass down and go get a layup. See, when you lay the ball up, it's not a long rebound. The person gets the rebound underneath the basket. Now they got to outlet it. Or you get a layup and you make it. Now you can set up your press. See what I'm talking about? Anyway. Robert Moreno. Let's do the super chats. 
I've talked long enough. All right, Robert Moreno, is anyone going to tell Hafiz, coach, or should I tell him? Tell him about the NWO match? Yes, indeed. New, 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 new world order. Daniel McGee, he says, I buy, I buy a whole cow and two hogs, god dang, each year, and get them processed. Been doing that for the past seven years. Can't beat it for the dollar per pound. I'm jealous. I have to tell you I'm jealous. I'm jealous of people who can buy sides of beef and and cattle and i'm jealous one of these days i want to live out on a ranch people want to know where i want to live next it's going to be on a ranch if it's in america i'm good the next move i make is going to be on a ranch a dude ranch somewhere in wyoming northern colorado pueblo um there's other places even south dakota has ranches maybe texas has ranches I want to be on a ranch away from you people. <laughs> Texas, North Texas, Amarillo, West Texas, Midland, Odessa. That's my next move. Ranching. Like the mega pimp that we are. I'm going to be ranching. I want to ranch. I want to be like my brother here. Buying sides of beef or at least having a place where I go get my cattle, side of beef, stock that shit away. It will have a bunny ranch, too. I want to be ranching. I want to be raising stuff. Maybe have a green, um, a greenhouse. Maybe ra raising my own veg veggies and all of that stuff. There will be a Kaylee over there for sure. Yes, that's me, man. Grizzly Adams. I'm going Grizzly Adams. Yeah, I it, dude, by that time, I'll grow weed, too. I'll be growing some weed out there just. Y'all going to be like, Coach, I thought you said don't do no weed. I'll be like, I'm 55 years old. I'm going to smoke all this weed out. <laughs> yep, Utah, I'm going ranching. That's my next move. That's my next move. And I'm going to see your ass. I'm going to have the binoculars out like this. See your ass because I know there's a dust trail. Y'all come through that dirt road to get to my property, and it's going to be dust. I'm going to hear that shit. It's going to be a whole alarm down there. My neighbor going to call me from 20 acres away. Somebody coming, CGA, looking at my binoculars and shit. All right, let me go get the pump action. Let me go get the shoddy. <laughs> it's going to be two Kayleys out there barefoot walking around. Let me go get my rifle. Yep, that's, that's where I'm going. My YouTube channel, my next grifting YouTube channel is going to be my black ass on a ranch with a cowboy hat. All of that shit. <laughs> cowboy hat, boots. That's going to be my next big YouTube channel right there. And y'all, they just going to be back. <laughs> anyway, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a bow and arrow. I'm going to be like my boy Hickok. What's Hickok's uh, channel? I'm going to be like Hickok number 35 out there with my whole gun ring. Ping, ping, ping. Wake up in the morning. Let me go shoot some guns. Yes, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Hickok 45. I'm going to be Hickok CGA. I'm going ranching. That's I hate to give up. I gave up my secret. Uh, where are we at? Bob says, what is your opinion about quiet quitting? Quiet quitting to me, I don't know. I think it's just the it's just the digital age. It's just a digital age. I think people 
young people in that generation have become accustomed to being able to make money in the digital way instead of at corporate offices. They also don't see the need to be uh, uh, being told what to do on a daily basis when they have a low, they have a low um, income threshold to meet to survive. You're you're 27 years old, 23 years old, uh, a girl. You can make more money digitally if you you know you just got to give up your reputation many times. But they can make more money sitting at home Twitch streaming, <laughs> and then they go into work and they seeing everybody else making money digitally. They're like, man, forget all this shit. Again, to me, quiet quitting is a reflection that we went from the industrial revolution based economy to a digital age of economy. And people in that age are digital age. They don't see the purpose of driving an hour to work, working their ass off for the check they're getting, right? And then drinking the Kool-Aid of the company and having, the, they know they're not going to be CEO. Feminism, the, 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 the wet dream of feminism is dead meaning you're going to work your way up into the office and get CEO. The reality is that ain't going to happen for most people. They see that coming. Companies aren't loyal to employees. You can be replaced tomorrow if you died. You could be a distant memory. They'll just clean off your debt. And most of these young people have figured that shit out. Now, is it a, people can take the opinion that these younger people are weak and lame for doing it. I get it. That makes sense. But they also see the bigger picture. Their world is shaped for them. The world is not shaped for Generation X and baby boomers anymore. So this whole thing of just going to work and driving an hour up, an hour in the back, and, and giving your all to the company, and then and then getting an incremental pay increase when you get your when you get your uh they do your uh, quarterly meeting and they give you a 3.0 instead of a 3.5. Young people ain't playing that game. <laughs> They ain't playing that game, bro. Yeah, there's no more 30-year employees. There's no more watches. There's no more pensions. I think young people know that, and they know that they can make other ways of money hustling, side hustling. They'll be like, I'll do Uber Eats and be cool with it. Mm. Yeah, your performance review. Oh, you got a 3.5. What you need to work on? You need to be a team player, and you need to share. You need to be willing to work on group projects. You need to come to your meeting. Stop eating your avocado toast in your $5 Starbucks. You need to move out of your parents' house. You need to work later in the day. They'd be like, bro. And I can't blame them. We killed their ambition. We killed their ambition. We told their ass, um, listen, if you graduated from, I'm sorry, if you're a junior in college, if you're in your third year in college, you literally got through high school and you missed two years. No, no, no. Am I right? Maybe a sophomore. You missed two full years of high school. <laughs> like you didn't even get it. You didn't even get it. You were incomplete those years. Not only that, you missed two years of maturity, two years of indoctrination, two years of direction, two years of, of you missed two full years. And we killed their ambition. Not only that, we killed opportunities for them. If you graduated from college in 2020 or 2021, you were left out there swinging in the wind with your degree. You swinging in the wind. What do I do now? Boomers don't have no answers. Boomers were sitting at home like this. <laughs> Boomers was like, hey, they was like, hey, Boomer mom, what are you doing? I don't know, but stay six feet away from me. I ain't trying to do nothing. <laughs> I was like... Mm. 
They looking at y'all like, bro, we supposed to be following your asses? Boomers had no answer. Boomers always had the answer until that shit showed up. Then they were scared of everybody. Your kids saw you scared. Your kids saw you scared. And they don't respect you no more. You know what the kids were doing, dude? I used to go out because I was working outside. They was eating Doritos. They were sharing Doritos. They was playing pickup basketball with, with all that damn caution tape on it. Them kids didn't care at that age. It was like, man, we just trying to fornicate and play ball and have fun. They parents at home. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> and you wonder why they don't want to take direction from you at work no more. You speaking to them from a mask. All right, everybody, we're going to go through work orientation. Make sure you pull that up right there, right over your nose. Okay, everybody. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to, they looking at you like, bro, we supposed to be taking direction from you? <laughs> I'll just play. <laughs> they still scared. Like, dude, you can't be no leader and looking like that. And I think people would know this instinctively. They'd be like, mm, they don't got no answers for me. <laughs> Let me stop. People go get pissed at me, but I'm, that's the truth. Would you take direction from somebody who's scared that you stand too close to them? You're like, they ain't got no answers. All right, let me stop. Let me get over here and get all these people, brother. Shout out to everybody, man. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for enjoying this humor. Shout out to the taskmaster. He says, coach, I'm pissed because... I can get my, I can't get, are you saying I can get my dream car? But my mind is saying buy the dip dummy. And he also said, I hate being responsible sometimes. <sighs> yeah, this is the market we're in. I actually got my car at the right time because the value of the car has increased. It's kind of gone down a little bit, but what I bought it for, I can sell it for more. It's going to change. It's going to kind of even out here in the next couple of weeks, uh, months or years. But I got it in the right time, right? But most people are are not. You're not getting it at the right time. Mr. Cummings is in the building to the Reverend Bishop Deacon Pastor Preacher CGA in the building. Yes, indeed. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Venmo time and then PayPal's got me doing the puzzle. So give me a second. Shout out to Albert Ingram. ABC just reported the U.S. may be facing a potential triple Demic in the past couple months. What is the triple demic? Is this having to do with the a sickness? I don't know what that is. A triple demic. Uh, is this more scaring? What is this? What, what what's going on here? Let me see something. We're almost at the three hour mark. Oh, it's a um. Oh, it's the flu RZ. Wait, RSV. The flu RSV and C nineteen. Nashville expert. Okay, so this. <clears throat> Hey man, look. Hey, stay in the house if y'all want to. Y'all can, <laughs> y'all can be broke, but I got dope to sell. All right, listen. I got, I got a, um, I got something to do. I got something to accomplish. And by the way, if I die in the middle of it, I, it is what it is. I can't live my life like that. PayPal will not let me in. All right, hold on for a second. Shout out to Super Chats time. Super Chats. 
JC says, I ain't getting no work done today at my job. All right, he didn't check in, he didn't clocked in, and he's chilling. He's getting his eight hours of pay today doing no work at his job. All right, shout out to you. Speaking my mind, coach is going to be on his Willie Nelson kick. Yes. And I will have CMT playing in the background for real. It's going to be all of that. And if if, if you want to be my slave, let me know. Male or female, but we talking about male, you're going to be working. Females, you're going to be working too. You can come to my ranch. I will have security like a mother sucker though. Don't think you're about to steal from me. All right, um, there will be some little Latin, Latinas around there, some pretty few Latinas down there. I'm going to have me a Ling Ling. I'm going to have me a sister. Yeah, I'm going to have me a sister. I'm going to be watching your ass, though. Oh, it's going to be cold there, too, by the way. <laughs> it's going to be cold. It's going to snow in June. It's going to snow in June. Uh, shout out to DJ B-Fit. He says, Coach, watch the movie Snow Piercer with Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans follows me, I believe, on Instagram. Everything you're talking about and the way of living in that movie during the post-apocalypse era. He says the workers on the train were eating bugs and roaches while the wealthy were eating steak. Sometimes, sometimes they tell you in, 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 uh, in arts and entertainment. Art does imitate life or sometimes art does tell you what life is going to be. Some people don't think people are going to be eating bugs. Will a lot of be people be eating bugs? I don't think so. But a lot of poor people will. They're probably eating bugs right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> What is it called? It's called the snow piercer. Somebody says, please watch that movie. Bro, there's people eating bugs right now, for sure. But without, without a doubt. Now, will it be you? Maybe not. You know, it might not reach you in a certain economic status, right? So don't think that ain't that ain't going down right now. That is definitely going down. Will it be you though? Are you willing it for it to be you? I don't want it to be you. PayPal finally let me in. One of these days. I appreciate them for protecting my bag. All right, shout out to, uh, let me see if I can do it. We got like four on PayPal, so we'll get them all. Moho says, hey, CGA, I love being RP'd. It woken me up about women and most importantly about life. Thanks for the RPs. He says, I stay well away from poke centers. He says, you've helped save my life, coach. Peace, brother. We change lives over here with honest and real solutions here. Oh, one more thing, Americans, you are the richest people on planet Earth right now, even struggling in life. And I want you to remember that. Winnie Wall, don't you have a page of beats? I need to catch up with you. He says, Coach Kanye is in his Yeezy mode and it's artistic. He's dressing in basic uh, black clothes. He doesn't shave and deals with persecution from the you know who's. He's taken a major hit for both culture and humanity. I agree. That's a genius move. They'll talk about Kanye for a long time. Then he can spin it the way he wants to spin it. And only he knows. But I don't think he wants billionaire money. I don't think he cares, honestly. Because it's just numbers on the paper. Okay? It's just numbers on the paper. Matter of fact, it's not. He doesn't even have tangible billions of dollars. Nobody does. Nobody does. So by the time you hit Let's just give him a number. Um, Kevin Samuels used to say this, and I agreed with him on this. Uh, if you have five years earning six figures, money is just numbers on paper at that point. 
Money is just numbers on paper. Most of the time, you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Most of your net worth is tied up into um, either the market or real estate. Many times you don't have a high threshold of income. Like you don't need $10,000 a month. You've got to the point where you can live off $6,000 a month, right? You might've paid off your house. So at that point, each time you get your check, it's just numbers on the paper. Now, some people want power. So then they want more money or some people want F you money, right? That's a different level because you're like, okay, I got numbers on the paper, but I want F you money. Kanye had F you money and he said F you. <laughs> That's what he essentially did. And now he's going to get to the point where he's like, okay, I lost numbers on the paper, but I lost numbers on the computer, but it doesn't mean anything. I already have the value, already have what that was worth. Numbers on the paper doesn't mean much. I have a different purpose. So with people understanding what money is, you can have the numbers on the paper. And if you want more numbers on the paper, just go get more numbers on the paper. That's going to happen naturally as long as you don't cancel yourself. Then people say, I want power, I want purpose, I want FU money. That's then when you go to the next level. You go to the next level then, and then you chase whatever that is. For me, numbers on the paper are great. I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I want to keep my expenses low to the point where if I didn't have money coming in, I can survive on what I have saved, or I can do a sell. I can do a fire sell and get money in pretty quickly. But my aspect is impact. My aspect is then power. I don't know if I want FU money, but that would be nice too. Everybody study what a bank run is, <laughs> right? Study what a bank run is. When you get to a certain income level, it's just money on the paper. It's just money on the computer screen. It's just not even money. It's numbers on the computer screen. You can't get that money right now. You cannot get that money right now. Whatever it is on that screen, you can't get it. You don't have access to it. Most of the time, you can't even take it. You can't even get it right now. Same thing as your house. It's just numbers on the paper. It's just perceived value. Once you cash in that value, it's going to take about 60 days, 45 to 60 days, unless somebody pays cash. And then when you transfer that money, you just transfer it into a bank account with numbers on the screen. You don't hold that money. Now, if you don't take that money and buy another property, I'm sorry, if you if you take that money and buy another property, it's just money on paper. I'm sorry, there's numbers on paper. Again. Now you put that value property, that money back into that property. Most times when you sell a house, even at a peak market, you have to buy another house. Yeah, the taxes too. Boy, that's another conversation. But you have to buy another house for you to actually get what you got out of that house. That's the game. You got, you basically just turn it into another mortgage. You never get to say, ah. And if you don't downgrade in lifestyle, you just lost the money. Or you just put it back right there in the house. And the more money you make, the more you can avoid taxes, right? So you can actually do that as well. Oh boy, shout out to AD Austin. Last night, I saw a streetwalker in Whole Foods again, close, close to closing time. She was walking the parking lot and decided to go when I pulled up. And he says, the other time I saw a known streetwalker in there, card was bouncing, but they looked, they were looking for a John. That's the hustle. So they're going into Whole Foods now. Again, not just streetwalkers, single women go to Whole Foods to pull. 
And there's a neighborhood somewhere in the United States. I'm going to play this maybe later this week where they're complaining about the amount of street walking women making their property values go down. We're living in real time. I know people don't think of this. They're now complaining about the amount of street walker women in broad daylight. Listen to me when I tell you I've been right on that money. I told you this was happening. I told you this was going to happen back in 2019. Don't tell me I didn't tell you. <laughs> I know you hate when I'm right, but I told you that this was going down. I said, they're going to be out there slanging peace leave like crazy. Oh, man. We got two more Super Chats, and we'll get closed down here. Um, somebody says, and I won't say your name, Coach, we really need to talk one-on-one. Been with the woman for eight years now. Made the point to not get married, which she is okay with. We have a child together. I don't want to go into much detail. When we first got together, it bothered me that I knew that it would be possible that my whole world would end if I lost a woman I knew that was extremely unhealthy. It let it led me to the RP, and luckily I've been able to become a much better version of myself as a result of catching this earlier instead of getting dumped or something like that. When her and I met, I literally had nothing. I was making $300 a week. That went for on for three years until I started seeking more for myself. Now I make between 10 and 13K a month as a union long haul road driver. Now this YouTube following is going great. Shout out to you. I still get all the spicy sexual things, even eight years later, not to get into too much detail. It's great on both ends of the spectrum. Hopefully we can talk soon. Go ahead and schedule a coaching call. Should be a link in the description box. Mr. Grifter over here. Two more, I promise. Okay, we're going to call you Daylay, says bro coach. Girls are now crying on TikTok that they only know how to F a man, but not a, not to love a man and that they will uh, want to learn to love a man. They want to learn to love a man. Of course, they want to do it now. There's a YouTube link and he says, don't worry. I won't send you anything bad. This proves two things factually. Number one, it becomes hard for women to pair bond if they had too many sexual partners. And two, the Bible is correct once again when it says, Women can't love, and they must be taught how to love. This is Titus 2 and 3, 2, chapter 2, 3, and 5. Always love your brother, Paul. Shout out to you. God bless. Guys, this is going to be the new normal. You're going to find women that are wanting to be, hey, sh just show me. Okay, I've been out here. I messed up. Okay, I messed up. Oh, this is the woman that's, yes. Oh, God, she looks crazy. Let me do this. Jack Vendetta says, yay, 2024. Here's my second He's my second favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Wow. I think this is the video that's going viral that people are sharing, and it's related to, hmm, wonder how I can pop this up. It's related to, we're going to end it on this one, but it's related to, I guess there's a woman saying that. Um, one in three guys oh. has. <laughs> we'll show you this one. Where are we at? Three hours? Okay, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, let's let's show you this real quick. There's a guy interviewing a woman. Had sex in a year involuntarily. Very interesting. Involuntarily. Very interesting. Where are those guys? Probably right here. Bring them to me. Real quick question. When was the last time you had sex? Uh, far too long ago. 
I mean, I don't even want to say I'm embarrassed. I'm not. No, 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 don't be embarrassed. What? Question? question? Do you know anything? When was the last time you had sex? The time what? <laughs> the last time you had intercourse. It's a statistic we're doing here. Uh, nine days ago. I think the point of that was to show that most men aren't getting laid and it's getting worse. All right. I think that was the point of that video. That wasn't the video he sent me, though. All right. And so this woman's now discovering. And of course, women all discovered that most men aren't getting laid. Right. And um, the number is one third, but then it's going to increase to two thirds, um, especially if women are choosing men based on economics. Oh, he needs to be economically attractive. Six figures. Well, they end up sharing that guy. And that guy cheats on them and they call all men dogs. Well, not not true. Most men are being left out of the marketplace sexually. Um, those are things that we know. Let me see if I can pull up this video and and then we'll wrap it up there, man. Then I got to go walk my dog. Got to go walk my dog. My dog will make it to the ranch. Ladies, will you? And ain't no monogamy on my ranch. At least I'm not going to be monogamous. There's going to be full out, full on polygamy on my ranch. <laughs> yeah, ain't going to be, you're going to be sharing CGA. I ain't sharing you, you little built good headed. <laughs> I hope y'all can't see me trying to type on this new keyboard. This is actually terrible. Okay, I think this is it here. Hold on for a second. Are we still over 2,000? Y'all still watching me? All right, hold on for a second. Let's see here. They got an advert because I'm not signed in. Boy, the political ads are getting crazy. Political ads. Let's play this woman taking accountability about men never taught her. Men haven't taught her accountability. Hopefully, he's not doing a reaction. He just lets the video play. Because if he's doing a reaction, it's going to make the video worse. Let's see here. A video. Now, before we get into the video, I want you guys to do me that. Okay. Okay, here we go. Audience. And the truth about it is, y'all, I'm hurting y'all because I want to be loved. <laughs> I want marriage. You know, a lot of us get on here, we act tough, and we be like, I don't want a man. I don't need a man, but I want help. I want to be loved. I want somebody to love me. I want somebody I can be vulnerable with. Hey, do not fall for this bullshit. This is bull. Do not fall for this. This is reprehensible. Bro, stop it. This is all. And that's you. Listen, I don't have no seers for these people. None. They dug their own hole. She just admitted that don't uh, women are playing tough and all this. And then all of a sudden, when the economy kicks your ass, all right, all of a sudden you want to cooperate. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Nah, nah, nah. Hell no, guys. Do not fall for this, please. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. The problem is, and I'm not crying, y'all, because I'm saying I'm crying, y'all, because it's like a release right now. But the problem for me, y'all, is that all the relationships that I had with men, we're not about love. It was about survival for me. I know how to. F I know how to cook. I know how to clean. I she says she knows how to bone. <laughs> I know how to cook and clean. Oh boy. I know how to seduce a man. I do not know how to love a man. And then to have a son because Wait. of those choices. Wait, she has a kid. Mm. 
Of course she does. Oh, she got knocked up. Oh, she got knocked up. Uh, what a surprise. Guys, I eliminate these people right off the rip. You got a son? Bye-bye. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want no, I don't want no parts of your son. Bye. 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 Oh, hold up for a second. Something popped up. My Elgato popped up. All right. Did it pop up on your screen? No, it took the place of whatever I had popped up. What happened to it? What happened to my video? Something else popped up. Where did it go? Did I close the tab? <laughs> is this on Chrome? Oh, there it is. All right, hold on for a second. I don't know what happened to it. My feet picture collection was about to pop up. All right, anyway, I'm out. Let's see. All right, let's play what else you talk about. What is she talking about now? Here we go. This is what I was making, y'all. And I got pregnant really, really fast. I got pregnant within 90 days of knowing my baby daddy. What? Oh, my God. And 90. Bruh, hold up. <laughs> she got pregnant within 90 days of knowing her baby daddy. 90. Bruh, dude, I don't feel sorry for these people. No. That's your bad. Bye-bye. Let's continue. Don't talk about this because it's embarrassing and it hurts. It hurts. And I'm mad with me. Yeah. I'm not mad at men. Good. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at my life. I'm I'm, I'm mad. They wasn't crying. Hey, you know what? When Kevin Samuels died, they was not crying. They was not crying when Kevin died. They was talking about this and he died alone. And guess what? Unreal. Boy, people have to learn the hard way, but hey, I'm not here to fix your issues. And it me, because I don't know how to fix me. Y'all ain't got no daddies. Y'all ain't got no daddies, man. Y'all need to stop. Y'all <laughs> need to stop. Y'all need to actually have, let, stop rebelling against your fathers. Y'all need to stop letting your mothers rule, remove your fathers out of your lives. Men, you need to be a part of your children's and your daughter's lives. This is that significant. All of these things need to come together, but we're actually telling women to rebel against the fathers, and we're telling women and wives to rebel against the father uh, or the husband. And then y'all trying to do what? <laughs> y'all trying to make it up on the back end. Nope. I don't know how to fix it. That's, that's accountability. That's the shit that hurts. It's realizing that, hey, I got some shit with me that I don't know how to fix. And in turn, because I don't know how to fix it, I'm fucking up other people around me. That's accountability. That's the that we don't put on social media. Yeah. Too bad. I did miss two super chats. Too bad. So sad. Too bad. So sad. Shout out to JC says, how do I close junior college babes without being creepy? Go to coachgregadams.locals.com. We don't discuss that here. He says, which of your platforms can I get the most investment advice? That's the money mindset right there on um, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. All right, but we don't discuss this thing because people think that I'm advising you to walk up and cold approach young women in bars, nightclubs, at the college campuses and all that stuff. No. That's not how to do it. Go to strip clubs. I don't, I don't advise you to do any of these things. All right, so check that out. Uh, let's see here. I did miss those, so I got you. He said you fired. <laughs> 
All right, shout out to you. Oh, I did maybe want to share one more thing, and this is goes along with the conversation that we just had. Um, on Twitter, on Twitter, there was a woman who I follow there that mentioned that she wished. I'm gonna read it. I might not be able to post it. Let me see here. She said she wishes. See if I can find the tweet. It's actually reprehensible. She says, and I'm not going to put her out there. Nobody talks about. Let me play it like this. Hold on for a second. Let's play the music. Nobody. This is October 24th, 2022. Nobody talks about how much harder and lonelier life gets for women who don't have a partner or spouse as they get older. I swear to dude, I don't know what to do anymore. I tell you, people don't listen. I'll read it again. As if they, <laughs> as if we haven't been telling them they're going to die alone. It's going to be harder when you turn 40. There's less available men. You think you have more options because people want to bone you. You have less options. There's less viable men. The men don't fall for the bullshit because their big head outthinks the little head. They're less likely to get married unless they're a simp and lonely themselves. Yes, men get lonely too. Yes, they become unhealthy. The idea that they're going to be more lonely and um, a lonely men with that gump psychologist. Statistically, there's going to be more lonely women because there's more women. How are you going to say there's going to be more lonely men, but there's more women population-wise? That means they're going to be lonely too. What are they going to be doing? Sex in the city? She missed Kevin Samuels? <laughs> She missed the whole Kevin Samuels era. Nobody talks about how much harder and lonelier life gets for women who don't have partners and spouses as they get older. Then people start blowing her shit up. And I had actually a tweet in there that went crazy too. But somebody put a picture of Kevin Samuels. And then she says, I'm not referring to myself. I believe in marriage and family because as we age, uh, friends will go, but you'll have your partner and family to stick by you. No, you won't. There's high rates of divorce at that age, too. But then she says, I also know that Kevin Samuels used this platform to bring awareness to this, and he was right. Shit. What do we do, man? They won't listen. Uh, and I've been telling you, they won't listen until it's very painful. Aware, uh, aware and awake says junior college girls can have deadly simps. Watch your sixth. That is true. Absolute fact. We talked about that on locals. Some of these girls that are doing this has they have boyfriends, they have simps, they have stalkers. So don't think that um you're just gonna take some girl out from the junior college and there ain't gonna be somebody following your ass. A lot of them have boyfriends. Last one for real. Deadly raver. I was just arguing with the Mitch who refuses to see the same facts that you've been laying out for years now. I refuse to argue with them any further. Now I will laugh at their eventual downfall. It is what it is. Let, let them. is. I'm not trying to convince these guys. Uh, trust me, if there's guys arguing what I'm talking about, they're not making a good faith argument. Most of the time, it will be an emotional plea. It will be hopium, and it will be something that they can't produce results of themselves. Like, visceral results it'll be anecdotal at best well i was able to do anyway <laughs> has nothing to do with me 
Well, I was able to do, and I was able to do. And what does that got to do with the general population? Not only that, please show me. I'm from Missouri, the show me state. Please show me where everybody is doing opposite what I'm saying. Everybody's actually doing what I'm saying, and then I provide a solution. You're telling people, hopefully, they can do whatever, and then I say, well, show me. I'm from the Missouri show me state. Show me. Show me. And I'm not talking about short term, right? A year worth of marriage. Two years of woman cooperating. Mm, guys, that's not results. That's not results. A year or two, somebody cooperated with you. I've had that. I've had plenty of those. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about some temporary cooperation. I'm talking about what people are looking for. Long-term relationship and love. Show me the evidence. Show me. Show me the evidence. The evidence actually says that that doesn't work. I'm not talking about temporary. I'm not talking about you getting laid. I'm not talking about a girl living with you for six months. I'm not talking about a person building your business with you for two years. I'm not talking about you got a rotation of women for three years and you finally conked out. I'm talking about long-term. Everything I'm talking about is long-term pipe dream. Long-term hope is a pipe dream for most of you. Do you get what I'm saying? People don't get that shit. They don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. Most of it is a pipe dream. Women are running around here with 20 and 30 bodies, running around with somebody else's DNA, and they are struggling. They are struggling. They're like that woman right here, trying to figure that shit out. And here y'all come saying, I don't, I'm wrong. Here she is. Here's, here's another chunk of evidence. I want to hear about, uh, I made it work for 20 years. I made it work for 10 years. Not even 10 years. One more thing here. I know I'm going on and on, and my dog's going to shit in her grate. But a 10-year marriage, I want you all to listen to this. A 10-year marriage in the legal system is considered a short-term marriage. I'm going to say this again. For you people. To get what I'm saying. Yeah, you made it work for six months. You made it work for a year or two. In the blip of time in your time frame, a year and six months is short. It's not a lot. You might not even be able to define yourself for what you did in six months. In the legal system, 10 years is considered short-term marriage. It's not even considered a, you didn't even make it long-term. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? This is the thing that I'm telling you. And we got a lot of these experts. I made it five years. I made it four. I made it 10 years is considered short term. I keep having to repeat that. There's a lot of people here in the state of California. If you go into divorce court and you've been married less than 10 years, that person isn't even entitled to long term spousal support. What they do at that point is they say you made it in what we define it as a short-term marriage. Mitch, it didn't have value to anybody but yourself. And then they say, we're going to give her half of the term of the marriage worth of benefits. 
meaning she only at the 10 year, you made it 10 years. Let's just say you made it nine. They say she gets 4.5 years of alimony. 4.5 years. Now, let me flip it. 10 years in one day used to mean she would get lifetime alimony because at that point, legally, that's a long-term marriage. When I'm telling you is when I talk about relationships and marriage, I'm speaking from the 10-year point on. Anybody trying to disprove me with anything less than that, you're irrelevant even in the law. Do you get what I'm saying? When it even comes to the law, you're irrelevant. You've had no success to define. So when I say when you get into these marriages and it ends before 10 years or it can go past 10 years and you get divorced by 50, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you guys having short-term success in relationships. It doesn't even register in the legal system. It doesn't even register in court. It doesn't even register in your life. When it go past the 10-year mark, you start getting into the 70% divorce rate. Understand what I'm trying to debate. Many people are trying to say I'm wrong about something, and you don't even have the experience to say I'm wrong, nor the success. This is what we're preparing men for. This is what you're getting into ignorantly. You don't even know this. Sure, get married and have a two-year marriage. Means nothing. Means nothing. Only means nothing to you. Many places, you can be married for less than a year, and they will annul the marriage. Meaning, they will legally say it didn't happen. <laughs> a marriage of less than a year is annulled. They just wipe it off the books. They just like, okay, y'all didn't work. Which means, in effect, Anything you've done for less of a, less than a year means absolutely nothing in, in the time frame of my argument or anything that I'm trying to prove. If you've done it less than a year, it means nothing. <laughs> they annul it. They just erase it from the books. They just say erase. They just erase it like this. Less than a year. They just erase it. It means nothing. Hafiz, it means nothing. You've accomplished zero. Shout out to the coach gang. Look, shout out to everybody that is super chatted. All right, let me make sure I get everybody before I go, and then we can get out of here. Thanks for spending these hours with me with this bitter and hurt guy. Shout out to Vic, says longtime ninja watcher, my favorite streams. Appreciate y'all for being here. Like or share and subscribe on the way out. If you want some real information, we tell you the real over here. We don't give you hopium. We don't give you what's possible. We give you the real over here. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, indeed. What we do over here. Hey, y'all ready for this? Indeed. Yes, we do. Uh, let me give y'all something on the way out. Yeah, we give you something on the way out. Appreciate y'all for being here and let me get the right mouse going. <laughs> Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, 
I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you.